He's an author and a rock star. He's reached highs that most can only dream of. He's also hit lows you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy. And now he's ready to share that journey and that truth with you on Grind Time with Darren McCarty. Please welcome your host, number 25, Darren McCarty. Thank you, Tim. That would mean it is a Wednesday night. Yes, May 15th, clocking in here at 742 on your Wednesday evening. How y'all doing? Yes, this is Grind Time with Darren McCarty. I am he, Darren McCarty, four-time Stanley Cup champion with your Detroit Red Wings. Now moving on to podcasts and comedy. Obviously, advocacy in the weed world. Uh... Comic cons and st- comic books and graphic novels and all that stuff. That which I'm excited to when I introduce the guest uh, today that we're going to talk about because we've got a lot of things going on. But first things first, I have to recap and say um, uh, congratulations to my stepdaughter Nichelle Leslie Marshall for graduating from Fair State. Um, yes, uh, she was the social media coordinator and you could catch her obviously throughout, uh, as I'm learning the social media stuff, uh, clips of her on there. So very proud of her for getting her degree. And now she's, uh, wants to get into the sports and stuff. So, um, she's got a broken ankle, which was, uh, you know, sort of, I, I got a kick out of it cause she got it in Aspen, um, you know, skiing or something. So she says allegedly, but you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll leave it there. But, um, she's getting down here. I want her to cut the, uh, intro and stuff and she can help out with the social media. So her and Chrissy, who's another, uh, daughter they're they're all they're all my daughters perry again as i mentioned uh with me as always uh can't get rid of him he's like gum <laughs> on your shoe how you doing Valucci? doing really good man that's perry Valucci. um hey i reached out to your mom ellen schaefer yeah your stepmom and you didn't send her flowers on say, Pat, very sorry on about mother's that, day i know ellen, i told sure. her i told her you were too busy taking a beating in golf <laughs> that was true that was true but it's happy to be here are we positive perry today Absolutely, every day. I like it. I like it. Anything new? Anything new on the front? You still driving? Yeah, I had a quite a very interesting run yesterday morning. Oh, do I tell. Was, I was part of a music video for Big Sean. Like you downtown. were in the video? I think they're cutting me out. No. Uh, yeah, he was in the back of the limo, and I had to do a little little driving. Wait, back you were driving forth. the limo that Big Sean was in? Well. I was crawling along in front of the Wayne County building downtown. Yeah, but it don't matter. You were in the driver's seat. Oh, I was you in the driver's seat. I was the one driving. Res- yeah. Do you know that that my guy, Perry Vellucci, had Big Sean. If you don't know who Big Sean is, he's a huge rapper. Uh, shout out to him. Love his stuff. He's from Detroit. Perry was so responsible for this man. I don't care how fast you were going. You were behind the wheel of an automobile with Big Sean at the helm. And wow, nothing yeah. happened. No, and they, well, that and the, the worst part is, well, the interesting part is they had like paparazzi or the news media. They have 15 people like surrounding Did the back Did you have your smile the, out? All, all the time. All the time. Because, all hey, do, one man. thing about Perry Vellucci, we all know that no matter what, all the ladies love that smile. You do have a good smile, Perry. Well, thank you. I've, I've heard, you heard that. Have a good from, smile. Fortunately, I've heard that from a lot of women, not just you. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah that's so yeah. oh, there, there it is. But you know what, Mac? That's all, it's all attributed to uh, the positiveness. You know, just feeling positive, feeling good about yourself. And, you know, the other day I was driving, I just sat there, had a big smile because I was just 
I'm just in a good place. Didn't you place. just move? Didn't you just? Didn't I talk to you the I other did. day when I was just trying moved. to get you to come over and help me with yard work? But you said you had to do some on your own, and I was like, "How can you do that? You live in your mom's basement." And you were like, "No, <laughs> my buddy Matt West hooked me up." Yeah, uh, yeah. So you had to do some yard when you get all settled in. Pretty much, yeah. Do you yeah. like where you're at, location? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a nice, right. nice area. Two and a half acres. How two, far from work? One, 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 oh, you one mile. Please. That is so that's perfect. I like it. No, good. Yeah. Congratulations, Mr. Eric Ricci, Rockstar. Uh, oh, limousine. Rockstar's limousine. Yeah, Mr. Where's Ricci. the bell? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Eric Reitz, I love you. You get a fucking BMAC. He had a, he had a strong game uh, Saturday. Mm. We had we had that yeah. alumni chair or not an alumni. Speaking chair. of that, I was watching Marty Sheedy give away, which was Fifth Annual Project Scissor Gate. He gave Jude Stamper. If you don't know the story, Jude from Team Impact, who's the kid in the wheelchair that helped uh, Michigan through Michigan Wolverines through their Final Four and was their sort of mascot and got to experience for the basketball team. for the basketball team last year. Um, he was a great kid. I'm going to have a talking to his parents. Um, going to have them uh, come in and share a lot of their stories on what it's like. And and obviously siblings too. So uh, it was just a great evening I had. And you were out. You were out in... Uh, with uh, the, with Jen Wheeler and JT and uh, all and the all the fam damnly what up Jimmy Dale that's what yeah. up fam Jimmy Dale what up what up fam over at the post bar yeah yeah oh. we, uh, they had a charity hockey game see if you look at the listen if you look at the history of the post bar of where it started <laughs> and the shenanigans and we were all part of um fuck, especially Ozzy and we'll get to that hopefully first uh, two weeks from now when him and Maltz join us. Uh, Bad first one. Um, anyways, but it's sort of like but the evolution of life because if you know the post bar started downtown, no windows, the greatest place in the world um, to grow up in your 20s. And then and then now, if you look in Plymouth, the post bar, it's a, it's like a bistro. It's, elegant, it's like matured. So uh, Jen and JT. JT was always the most mature out of all of us. So Jimmy, once Jimmy came on board, then we were all good. The ship's righted. So <laughs> sorry I couldn't make it, but you, you, you had it was you, Reitz, Eddie. JT, uh, Mickey Redmond. Eddie Mio struggled. Eddie struggled. He's he was, 75, he was man. He had a bad head. He was hit. tired. Yeah, he was tired. He struggled a bit. But uh, Cooler, Dave Coulier was out there playing. You know, um, uh, just a lot of local guys uh, that all play junior in college and minors and that, and it was a g good time, good fundraiser. Well, the the, the, the key is, Perry, um, you weren't roughing, you were playing. Actually, I was playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so how'd you do? Had, you, had said, a, you, said, you said you got caught out there with some youngsters and the speed of the game just sort of went up. That changed real quick, yeah. No, I, I actually, I did pretty good. I ended up plus one, and when, when you lose 11 to six and you weren't on for any of the 11 goals, I, I think that's pretty good. And your stats. I mean, hey, well, short whatever. It wasn't your you... fault, Perry. wasn't your fault. You did everything you could. Plus that's what one. I like to hear. You know, yeah. Well, when you're older, let me tell you, I found out about short shifts real quick. Well, there you go. And you think I'm stupid. <laughs> uh, Bam Bam, good to see you here, buddy. Thank you very much. You can thank him for running the ones and twos. It's always a pleasure, especially when he talks earlier in the day. But I got, I got something for you later on because... Because it's a conversation for all you wrestling fans. I'm going to end the show with that. So that's a tease for down the road. But, um, and again, uh, Big Boogie, how are you? Doing good, doing good. Got Big Haas here. Big Haas, obviously, doing uh, running the comedy. Any comedy fronts? We got the Friday, we got a uh, show in Sandusky, Michigan at the Legends. Yep, excited which is, for that. I'm uh, actually doing radio tomorrow morning, 740, with one of the radio stations out there to promote it. So... I know that's an 8 o'clock show. Uh, I'll send you the info, Boogie. Thank you. Um, let's see. 
what else we got going on? Um, that comedy show, we got a couple at the end of the month. Uh, Russian Five movie. Russian Five, yeah. Next uh, week from Thursday in uh, Chicago. Uh, Going to be there um, with uh, Josh Real and uh, Jenny Laflamme. AKA Fedotenko, which or she just changed her name to her married <laughs> name because it was easier to talk, to say. Then yeah, Federovich. Federovich. Well, yeah, now yeah. that we we finally haven't figured out how to say it. To and actually, for yourself. did you did you see? Uh, they're like expanding all over this weekend. Uh, Raleigh, Tampa. Did you see the reviews? If anybody has it, we're talking yes. about the Russian Five, and um, you know what? I'll continue to toot the horn. I'll continue to go, and it's not just me because you just have to, you have to see it when the LA Times and the and the world critics are deeming this like you got to see this movie because it's not about hockey; it's about life. And you know, we were talking about it earlier, but um, this is a great segue. Great segue, Perry, into our guests of the evening tonight, like because yes. what makes this movie, in my opinion, we're talking about the Russian Five, uh, done by uh, Josh Real, is the Sin City cartoon comic book element of the Cold War and the Russians and the way that they bring it in. And as I say that, who else would I have other than the... The star from Best Bucket Comics, uh, Mr. Dominic Ruggiero. How are you tonight, buddy? Good, Mac. How now are we you? got we got a lot of things going. You and I, yeah. you and I have a have a long long relationship. And, yeah. and I want everybody out there at Grind Time to realize, like, this is one of the things where I talk about the self awareness and how things. It's not infinity circle. It's in or it's not infinity. It's an infinity circle. It's not a full circle, right? So Dom and I display that because I'll, I'll let him explain when we first met and how everything, and then I'll tie it back into how we got going on and what we got and exciting things for the show. So Dom, take it away. Yeah, so we were at a bar. I was at uh, <laughs> with my two college roommates at the time. So what year? This was 1998, Okay, so 20 years ago we're yep. talking. 20 years ago. Right. And uh, just, to get, just so everybody knows how old Dom is, he sounds a lot younger, <laughs> yeah. looks a lot younger than he is. Uh, so, I mean, Italians. My, my, uh, <laughs> my two college roommates, you know, were crushing beers. <laughs> what the- Nobody was going to story that Perry long. goes, you're not Italian. <laughs> Perry goes like this, like, look what happened to me. And I almost spit coffee all over my computer. <laughs> Looking young. I go, you're not, no, you're not Italian. You're like Irish or something. Yeah, I wouldn't be. Yeah, no, but you got like that. Hey, dude, look at you. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, you're. But I don't look you're young. An older guy. <laughs> yeah, but I don't look. No, young. I know. So young. I, that's not the young. Italian part. I mean, I wish I looked hey, young like that. You know? He's got the still smile alone though. over here. He's got leave the my, smile. Please fly alone. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Oh, they do. He's that. Mac, 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 Mac almost spit all over the place. Sly. Where's Cody Ross when we need him? Let's get him in there. Dude, I know you guys. Hey, come back. Anyways, we'll get to the wrestling part. So. So thank you for that laugh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, what self perseverance by not spitting out there. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> gosh, damn. Thank you, uh, Boogie. That must be good to my caregiver. I'm what, hey, it's all about mindful medication. Remember that mindful medication, which is promoted by the athletes for care, A4C and Body Check Wellness. Back to you, Dom. Yeah. <laughs> so I was there with my two college roommates at the time. You know, we we've got like. 
you know, 30 bucks between us at this bar. And we're just like, you know, having a few drinks and we're having this nerdy conversation and we're talking about Chocobos and uh, Final Fantasy VII, right? And if anybody doesn't know, back in the <laughs> 90s, the Final Fantasy VII was yes. the World of Warcraft. Yeah. Well, it, it, was, it was almost like not the competitiveness of Fortnite and stuff, but the way that you had to build. And right. it was almost like... Uh, I don't know, Classic Clans or I don't know, something where you had to build your was, empire and it kept getting... It was three CDs that was, we put I'm, in there. It was yeah. like the first epic. Yes. Ep it was like the first Lord of the Rings for a video game. It, there you go. All right. All right that, that's like the, that one? That's the tagline. Right. Bam, bam. That's, that's the tagline. Bam, bam, give me the thumbs up. So, I mean, I am floating <laughs> yeah. in the Comic-Con world. <laughs> so, we're talking about it and you had to breed a gold chocobo, which is a very difficult oh. thing to do. And my roommate was like, I just did it. You just did it? How'd you do it? And we're talking. And, and this dude just walks by our table and we just, all right, how do you do it? How do you do it? And he turns back around, he comes to our table he's, and he takes the chair and he turns it around. He like straddles it with like the back of the chair on his chest. He's like, are you guys talking about breeding gold chocobos? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, we are. And, and, uh, and, uh, my roommate Tassie, he's like, he's like, Mac, is it Mac McCarty? There you go. Oh yeah. Hey, Darren McCarty, let's get back to the chocobos. <laughs> 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 oh, I love and, it. And then I got it. So we told you, and you're like trying to write it on this, uh, on this like napkin, and you're like, oh, this isn't working. And then you, you had, there's like, this is my first email address. Can you email it to me? And we're like, yeah, yeah, sure, we'll email it. And then I have to say this part because this was great. Like I said, we had no money. We're broke college kids. Matt grabs the waitress. He's like, their tabs on me. <laughs> that was great. That's not, hey, good. Yeah. I haven't changed. That sounds like me totally, and I had money at the time, so that sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> Spread the wealth, but you earned yeah. it. That's what you know. And and you know, in building this, uh, so um, yeah, so Dom and I's relationship started how it comes full circle, but up right. until um, we've run into each other because you, being uh, mess bucket comics, are in the comic book world, into right. the comic con world, into the graphic novel world, and. Um, different people that we know, we know a lot of the same people, right. uh, shout out to Marco Polo Italiano yeah. and the Raising the Bar Detroit crew, uh, all those, all those McMorrises over there <laughs> on the, uh, east side, hanging out by Lakeside Mall, jamming it out, uh, yeah. love those guys because that's what it's, it's about facilitating the love and the D and, and you and I sat down and, and you had this idea for this project and, mm -hmm. and you know, I want to start people out of, so we, we're involved in, and my, I'm entering into, I want people to understand because at Grind Time, there's people I'm going to introduce you to. Mm -hmm. um, in the past, you, you met Damien Stefano from uh, Over the Moon Clothing. He's going to do some social media and help uh, promote all that and, and do things. Well, Dom's, Dom's my Comic-Con uh, guy, my comic book world, my nerd world. What did you tell me about, about nerds you said that we were talking one time about yeah. about going into the world because you've done so you being in the comic book industry how many comic cons or like and explain to everybody at home yeah. what we mean by a comic con or an astro comic con because you and i were at the one hosted by twisted which right. those love those cats mikey yeah. boys they're great people uh, we'll be there next year. We already committed to that. Yep. Um, but there's other things coming on. So so say your role or what it's about uh, being in the business that you are and what they mean. Yeah. So, you know, 
comic conventions, they really took off probably, you know, parallel with the success of the movies with Marvel and DC and all that stuff. But uh, there's one, in, there's a big show in almost every state in the country, and it's just spreading out to the whole world. There's shows in Europe and everything, and I've been grinding hard for five or six years now, 25 plus shows a year. Um, all over the country. Yeah, it's you know, nuts. East it's nuts. West, yeah. East West Coast, New York Comic Con, down to Florida. We're going to go up into Canada now. Let's talk about, did you bring your comic? Did you yeah, bring your, got them yeah, all here. Let's, let's start with you as, as like you said, traveling around with mm-hmm. your, our, what's the name of the title? of The, the Arcane Awakening. Yeah, this is my so, first three so, books. So explain, tell everybody, um, you know, so they understand how you got into it. To mm-hmm. even create that, I want people to say, like you said, you've been grinding at this for a while until we're, we're going to get into, we're going to make a call to Brian O'Halloran, people know yeah. him from Clerks, we're going to get into Donnybrook in a minute, but I yeah. want people out there to understand what it takes from your point of view to get to where you're at to holding those finalized copies and selling them. Yes. So please do it, and, and if you can do years or age or or something else so people at home could sort of relate to it. Okay. So I started to this whole process in 2011. I wrote a movie script for The Arcane Awakening and I'm just I'm sit, it's sitting on my computer. It's not really it doesn't have a life of its own. I wanted to do something with it. And as I was writing it and rewriting it, I was like, you know what? This would make a really good comic book. And so I started to look into it. I'm like, this is something that is relatively inexpensive. I could, I'll probably be able to do this. So I started going to the local shows and meeting people and, and artists and became a reality. Uh, I had a few businesses uh, back in the day. I had a car wash and a cleaning company. And I got some of my old customers to help fund this thing. And I've already paid them all back as well. So in 2012, I got the money and I put out the Arcane Awakening number one and became a, a trilogy. It's the whole story arc. It's uh, X-Men meets Supernatural kind of feel to the story. Okay. Um, the popular good guy is Mojo. He's a descendant of Jim Morrison, okay. drinks whiskey, and speaks in all Doors <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> nice. And I'll just tell you about the popular bad guy. I have a big bust of this guy uh, on my table. His name's Ravager. His big red demon. As he consumes people, turns into this demon. He was inspired by my ex-girlfriend. So <laughs> a little a bit of real story. life in there. Wow. We all have one of those ex-girlfriends. <laughs> it's a great yep. story, though. But, I mean, it's the, so the fact that what I heard right there was that you had belief in yourself. Right. You know, the self-awareness and the hard work. The one thing is why, you know, I was talking to everybody beforehand about as we're building Grind Time with mm-hmm. Darren McCarty, obviously, you know, as a team thing where everybody's got a role and everybody's got what they do. You know, the best thing is that it, it is, and Boogie made it a, a point that, yeah, you no, know, it is a priority. And I said, yeah, but it's a second priority. Everybody uh-huh. else has other things that they're doing that we're all involved with, but we can use this as something to build together. And, and right. being on that way, it's the work ethic. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that, that I preach. The only way that, you know, you look into what did I, what did I put in to get out? Yeah. Right. Where you can look back and say, because I know for a fact, and the reason that we'll get into later why we've moved on to our individual project, but mm-hmm. um, but with that, it's the hard work. People believing in you, uh-huh. right? Because you had to. It, it wasn't easy. What would you say to somebody aspiring to that has the ideas like that, that has a girlfriend like that, um, that <laughs> has an idea, but that is a different monster? Because yeah. I've seen what's his name, Kraken. Or what's his name? The, what's the monster's name? Oh, Ravager. Ravager. So Ravager, I've seen him in real life. He's right. red. He's awesome. I've got <laughs> pictures next to him. 
Um, if I was any good at the social media, I'd pull it up right now. <laughs> but not. But yeah. anyways, so what would you say is that the, give a couple of tips that you learned along the way? Uh, of the journey just about of get, Con. Of the journey, yeah, just yeah. to get. This is something that you've got to want it. If you don't want it, you're going you're gonna to last you know, a couple of weeks. So there's, there's the grinding, like the way you put it. I love it. Right. Embracing the suck. Embracing You're gonna, the suck. I'm going to be in a hotel room with four or five other creators sleeping on floors, you know, sharing the, the, uh, free breakfast and, you know, packing into a really small car with all of our stuff in there to save money so that it works, that I can afford the next book, not taking a paycheck for doing this for years and still having a full-time job and traveling eight, nine, 10, 12 hours in the car to the East coast and all over the place it's tough it is a tough tough grind and they, like just like anything else i'm like what sometimes i'd be like looking up i'm in the car it's in the middle of the night like, what am i doing what am i doing here am i is am i am i doing this for any reason like is this gonna go somewhere and it's at that point that you i feel like when i made the decision i don't care i'm gonna do this because this is fun and if it doesn't work out i could still do this for you know, just for you fun, because I love it. Yeah, yeah I could it's do this my whole life. Joy, yeah, job you enjoy. Right. Yeah. So, so you move from that. And you said like mm -hmm. five year project to grinding, which obviously at the comic cons, what you see is the passion. Right. So you know what? Whether we're crossing into, you know, it's it's Boogie being uh, the caregiver that's helped me along with other people, but to care in the in the weed industry in in the weed industry, but as the care for the plant, right. care for the process. But you really gotta get involved. For the right reasons. Mm -hmm. Now, in saying that, it fast forwards to the other project that group involvement. In, yes, because you had this idea which you approached to me mm -hmm. on. I'm going to touch on because uh, you know my whole thing is I've always, after my book, wanted a graphic novel, and I'm letting you guys know that Dom's worked on it, and this is it. Work <laughs> the process. We'll get to it, but before that, it was also too. What's the win-win? So tell me a little bit about Donnybrook and how it came to be. <laughs> so I had this idea to have a comic book about my junior hockey stories. And my buddy Craig, he gave me some of his stories too. I think he played in the U-Haul or the, the East Coast or something. For Who's a Craig? Of, uh, Ryan Craig. Um, I, I played juniors for like a preseason, and then I had to quit and play football, but whatever. So it's, I enjoy the, uh, the locker room and all that atmosphere. So I had my stories in there, and I put this – a fictional team and this fictional league in there and i'm like as i'm writing this and i'm telling people in the comic community i'm, I'm gonna do a hockey comic they're like what what are you doing what are you that's not gonna work no one's no one does that because it doesn't work and I, so i started to hear this and i'm like maybe this isn't gonna work you know i, I don't know I, you know what in the end i'm like i'm gonna have a good time with this this is great i think it's gonna work and my artist believed in it too and we came out, and people just loved it. It was an updated version of the movie Slapshot, basically. And it's just, you know, all the, the, the greasy gong shows you go through playing juniors and everything like that. So you introduced a team called? The Michigan Master. Because you're the owner of that, and right, you're like right. commissioner of the league, right? No, 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 I'm not commissioner. You're not commissioner no, of the no, league, no. but you're like behind the scenes. Yeah, well, I'm I'm writing the story because yeah, so. I'm an owner of a team, right? Burn, and on the on the line, which is an honor to have because I'm a yes. big fan, is Mr. Brian O'Halloran. Yes, Brian, are you there? Yeah, I'm there. How you doing, bud? Doing good. It sounds like uh, I'm on a string with a can. What do you got? Uh, <laughs> what are you doing this via 
Carrier pigeon? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? That, that's Bam Bam. You're gonna have to ask him because uh, he might be. He might be. Who knows what he's on? But uh, so, how did you? So I named a team. So Dom came to me mm-hmm. with the idea after the first, and I loved it. Not only adding some stories, but also too that was cool. But also too, um, I added a team: Burnaby Blazers, Minor Pot Smoking Lumberjacks from uh, British Columbia, Canada. You had a team too, right? Yeah, he uh, he asked me uh, to to uh, come up with a a New York based team for the uh, Donnybrook uh, series. So uh, being a, a New Yorker myself, I was like, well, it's got to be kind of New York based. But I thought I'd throw it out to my fan base to come out with a name. And you know, we had a contest for a couple of days there, and uh, it was uh, a really great uh, fan came up with a great name. I mean, there was a lot of people throwing out. A lot of the uh, clerks kind of uh, funny kind of play on words kind of names. But uh, this one fan came out with the really great one, the uh, Hell's Kitchen Heathens. And I thought, man, that sounds really badass. And so uh, I like it. And Dominic was like, uh, hey, man, how, what do you think? What, what would pop up? I gave him a, a list of my top five choices. And he's like, yeah, man, I like that Hell's, Hell's Kitchen Heathens as well. So. I said, look, man, I like the name. It's really balls to the wall. And uh, I like uh, as long as we have, like, you know, Broadway blue kind of colors, we're good. Yeah. I'm showing all the uh, people that are watching on Facebook Live or I don't know how this YouTube works. So YouTube or whatever <laughs> like that. You know, I'm a rookie to this game. But I, lo- I love it, dude. It's uh, obviously, what's your tie? Let everybody your tie. Obviously, if people don't know, I, I mean, I'm a I'm of age to know that uh, of your role back in clerks and of knowing of the hockey game you know that has been played in jay and silent bob and just uh, the, the, your role with that but does hockey go back to a young age or you've always been a new york ranger fan yeah so my whole uh, my whole family is from ireland my two older brothers my parents they all emigrated over here in 1965 to new york and then I was born in 69 in New York. And uh, the sport that my father's favorite sport was in Ireland was a game called hurling, uh, which is kind of like field hockey. Uh, field hockey, but there's no helmet. Back then, there was no helmets. There's no padding and whatnot. It's played on the size of like a soccer field, but you can get that the goals are as big as a soccer goal, but you could also get points from shooting it over the goal, but in between the two uprights. And so uh, when he came here to America, the closest game that was being played here in America that got him to uh, have the same excitement that he had from his love of his home sport in Ireland, hurling, was uh, hockey. And so um, being that we lived in New York City, uh, the teams that you had to choose between there was, well, we lived in the Bronx, so the Rangers that played in Manhattan was the best team for us. And then, of course, there was the Islanders. Um, and then we used to watch the games on regular TV. And then when cable was coming around, or as they called it, closed-circuit television back then, uh, we would go to bars uh, on certain games that weren't being televised over regular broadcast, and you'd pay a fee to go watch these games, which pretty much was the beginnings of cable TV and sports. And so uh, the New York Rangers were our home team for us, and we did that for uh, forever. Because, you know, a lot of fans were like, yeah, but you're, you're from Jersey, right? Actually, I lived in New York City until the age of 10. So 
the Devils were the Kansas City Scouts before they were even the New Jersey Devils. So I was already a Ranger fan by then. So I never, uh, I never, I never left my team, so to speak. Yeah, that's that's tough. So like, yeah, hurling, hurling, which I would have loved to play. <laughs> uh, is it cross between hockey, rugby, played on a soccer field? You know, pretty, pretty, pretty much. Pretty much, but. Uh, you know, the one thing, too, is that you said, like, so you're born in 69, your allegiance is to the Rangers. How tough was it? Because I call it the golden ages of, you know, when you're a kid between, like, 11 and 15, and you had to watch the Islanders win all those cups, bro. Was it <laughs> was it tough? You know, it was. My, my one older brother, he he, uh, he was becoming an Islander fan. Like, he, he was always an Islander fan. So in the 80s, when uh, the dynasty that they got to three in a the row there, um, you know, you had Brian Bossy and you had so many great players on that. You got Goring and all those great guys. You couldn't help them. I mean, they were a machine. Al Arbor was an incredible coach. So you, you couldn't help but give those guys the credit that they were due. And then, you know, as their dynasty was starting to wane, here comes another Wayne, Wayne Gretzky bringing another dynasty. And it was between him and Coffee and Messier that then brought them their cups. So it was weird that they would come in batches. I mean, God, you were part of a small dynasty yourself with the, with the wings. So, um, I was? Dude, you know I'm the owner of the Burnaby Blazers, bro. We smoke a lot of pot. (laughs) Oh yeah, we can swear. Okay, all right. Oh, dude, like, dude. I, I assume, sorry, man. I, Dom's over. I can't see, right, Brian? I have this <laughs> trouble. I'm I'm born in '72, so we're we're in. I we're tweeners, bro. Like between the internet, you know, like we got beat once, and then that was good. We we learned our lesson, you know. Right. We can deal with the internet or not. So Dom wanted to know if we can swear, and I was like, Are we here? <laughs> you know, if I, I wouldn't take the microphone. So he's worrying about swearing. Well, I just had a. Uh, so Brian, Why, did you have a swear word you wanted to no, introduce? No. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, before the show, some of the you know I have all the jerseys from the Donnybrook League here. here throw them, throw them over. Let me yeah. let me saw so them. All these jerseys have like nineteen on there because of two thousand nineteen. But Brian O'Halloran's jersey, the Hell's Kitchen Heathens, has number thirty seven, and they were wondering why number thirty seven. <laughs> good story, good segue, Dom. But where's the swearing? No, he. Well, I'll let Brian explain. It. Oh, okay, good, good. <laughs> Oh, well, 37, uh, it's a reference that goes back to the original Clerks. There's a, uh, a discussion between the character that I play, Dante, and his girlfriend, Veronica, in which some, some guy comes into the store, the convenience store that the character works, and uh, the guy's like, you know, talking to the girlfriend and then leaves, and I was like, who is that? And she said, oh, that's... Uh, that's a guy we called Snowball, and we try to. F- I'm like, what's snowballing? And she explains what snowballing is. It was just a kind of a weird kind of sexual act. And then we get into the discussion. So, so then we get into the discussion of, well, how many partners have you had? You know, sexually. And so it turns out that you know she's been uh, she's been around the block. And it turns out that I'm number thirty-seven in her oh. in her uh, sexual history of uh, exploits. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. I enjoyed that, dude. Yeah. You, hey, you like the experienced ones too? That's good. You know, in the movie, that was awesome. I don't even I don't even want to sell that jersey to people if they don't know that reference, Brian. But they will learn that reference <laughs> yeah. because because it's just to do. So <laughs> let me ask you this on the comic book front. So creating it and turning it over, obviously, I love the fact that you've made it, you know, uh, a part of the uh, O'Halloran experience, so to speak. Um, what kind of owner are you 
in the uh, in your comic book league? Because obviously, you know, movies is one thing, real life's another thing. Uh, do, do you have a what kind of team you have? Are you gonna be like the Rangers? Or are you not gonna make the playoffs? Or are you gonna... <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, <laughs> that was for Bam Bam. He's a dick. <laughs> All right. Being just that we're uh, we're coming into the league, and uh, once readers start seeing uh, what's going on, they'll they'll find out what kind of an owner I am. I've just got you know, when you're dealing with a team named the the Hell's Kitchen Heathens, you know you're not you're going to be a little bit of rough and tumble. It's not we're not the brawny uh, salesmen here with the uh, the brawny looking uh, you know towel boys that you guys have over there. So uh, we got a, we got a, a, a good group uh, here. Dude, you know what's going to yeah, I get it. You know what's gonna find? I see Al Pacino in a Devil's Advocate right there. That's you as the owner. You got that friggin' devil, dude. But don't worry, uh, uh, my guys will get you high. Don't worry about it. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, hey, dude, that's a home. I told Dom home ice advantage for the Burnaby Blazers is because you go in there for the first time and you don't realize you're stoned because everybody in the crowd fucking blazed. <laughs> no, no, that's there. good. So what else you have? Uh, what do you got going on now? Um, as far as uh, projects or or so, uh, for teams. I gotta, um, <laughs> I'm actually going to be uh, over in London. I, I leave for London uh, next Wednesday. I'll be over in London for the weekend of the 24th to the 26th for uh, uh, London Comic Con, the MCM Comic Con in London. And then uh, I'll be there for, I'm going to stay for another extra week and a half for uh, visit family and stuff. And then, um, the new uh, Jay and Silent Bob movie, we, we, which we just got done filming in New Orleans uh, about a month and a half ago, that'll be coming out, I've been told, sometime during the fall. So that's the next kind of Kevin Smith kind of uh, film that you'll be seeing uh, me and a couple of characters, actually, in that. And then I have a couple of films that are making the film festival circuit right now, one called uh, Right Before Your Eyes about this guy battling alcoholism. And then uh, I have a few others that are, are being lined up. And uh, Jason Mewes has uh, directed his first film called Madness and the Method, and I've been told that that's probably going to come out this summer around the July. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I see, you know, you're naming it. I'm, I'm seeing them that they're listed on IMDb and that. But um, let me ask you first, have you done European Comic-Cons before? I did one other uh, Comic-Con in, uh, in an island uh, that's south of England called the uh, Isle of... Uh, the Isle of Wight, and so we went to the Isle of Wight uh, last year for that, and then um, I'm looking to maybe do one in Dublin hopefully soon, so uh, but it, it'll be my second one in Europe I just wonder um, expectations as a, like, a different because you know like uh, uh, cultures are, are different over there than here, and I'm talking to my listeners with Dom because we got a Comic Con coming up this weekend and just different things that we got going on but is there a, do you notice a difference uh, in the way that people are or they're held or you know it is uh, the fans over there they uh, you know the, the, the fans of Kevin Smith over there are very loyal as a matter of fact Kevin is over there right now he just uh, did like a five he's doing a five city tour of his comedy with uh Ralph Garman, uh, so he went to Edinburgh and uh, had a huge review there and was in Birmingham, England, and uh, a few other Manchester and then London himself. So uh, I'm glad that the, the comedy pretty much translates very well over there. The fans have been really cool. You know, um, 
it, it does well in Germany. I've seen posters up in even Russia when uh, we did Clerks too. So I think the fans get it. You know that that foul mouthy kind of male kind of humor does translate very well in Europe. What uh, we're talking to Brian O'Halloran. Obviously, I remember him as Clerks. Uh, I got to uh, do my homework because he's the owner of the Hell's Kitchen Brethren. Heathens. I mean brethren. Why do I? Because I can't read. That's why it looks like brethren. It really. He's already messing me up. What? What was it that? Uh, obviously, everybody with the Jay and Silent Bob and uh, it, you know excited about all the stuff that you do with those guys. Because to me, it's that's you know there's families. You know you got the 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 lizard the broken lizard family, and then you got like you guys in different ways. Like comedy is. What did you enjoy? Um, the most about, you know, creating Dante or creating, you know, whether it was, whether it was Jay and Silent Bob or Clerks or whatever, that character that, that resonates to this day. Well, you know, what's really great is that, uh, Kevin is really great at writing these characters and uh, it was very, uh, you know, in the similarities of, what I brought to the to the character was, you know, we both had a love for hockey. We both had a love for Star Wars and, you know, that kind of nerd kind of culture. And we both have uh, issues of fucking, uh, you know, girlfriend issues back in the day. So it's kind of it's kind of nice that uh, he gets it. He's of an Irish Catholic background. I was from an Irish Catholic background. It was very similar to to, to hang out and and get what we needed to get done. So those type of things I enjoy. And Kevin just always gets really he's such a great director to work with he's very laid back he's very easy going there's a lot of joking and a lot of laughter that goes on on set and uh you know the biggest uh the hardest thing to do is to try to get through these films without cracking up and, and breaking <laughs> the, the character see i i think that that that's great to hear you know that, that it's like you guys have as much fun and and you know, for me anyways, and, and there's a relation to, you know, I came into, you know, the NHL in 93, 94. So around these movies and to see life, you know, I can relate to all of you. I like you as far as uh, my infatuation for the wings, not that, but Star Wars and stuff. And and then with uh, with Jason, with the, his issues, uh, you know, I'm forthcoming at that, you know, my alcoholism and stuff like that to be able to get through. But what I see now is, is as I look back at the stuff that I accomplished, sometimes I got to kick myself in the ass and just say, holy shit, I was a part of that, <laughs> and I did survive, and look at now, we're still here, so hey, let's enjoy it, like appreciate it more than maybe 20 years or 10 years ago. Is, do you feel the same with your guys? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, it's really great. Here it is now. Uh, this October, it'll be 25 years that, Clerks was released in theater, so we're you know we're at our 25th anniversary, and people are still enjoying the films. Kevin has been making so many of these films over the years. We're coming out with a new one this year as well. So it just stands to to show people that fans it's the fans that keep us out doing it and uh, as long as they keep enjoying it and and we actually can keep making them that we enjoy making them. And that's the thing, man. It's just like. Uh, you got, I got to embrace the, the blessings that I've been given over my life and uh, and not poo-poo people about it. We're like, don't you get sick of it when people say you're not even supposed to be here today? You know what? I embrace it because 
it's the way it is, you know, or someone screams, hey, try not to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. That's the, that's the world. That just so happens to be the world that I live in. Hey, but hold, hold on. I'm going to let Positive Perry here wants to have a question. But I got to say, doesn't it resonate to the fact, too, that that to, in today's day and age, is, in my eyes, as fucked up as society is, to, to sort of teach it coming back around that if you persevere through, and then it's the lessons right there. We're getting back to, like, fashion comes back around. Like, uh, you know, people want to see something else, and I think that's why Clerks resonates, because it's so real. Because mm-hmm. the same, because I walk into five different liquor stores or convenience stores, and three of them got Dante in there, you know, but <laughs> it might be, you know, of different things. And I, I think that, that when people in this day and age get off their phones and take a minute to have a conversation, you know, that's what they find. So I, uh, I commend yeah, you. Man. Perry, you got a question? I, 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 I agree, and I, and I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And uh, it is that, you know, people, it, it's, a, it's a role that still resonates with people because you've either worked a really shitty service job or you've been in a store with really shitty service. So, you know, <laughs> That's it, for sure. <laughs> it, it relates on either side of that one. It's timeless. Hey, Brian, I've got a question for you. Um, have, have you ever skated or played any hockey, or, or have you had any other involvement with hockey other than being an owner of a comic book team? <laughs> when, I, when I was a kid and uh, a young teenager, we used to do uh, street hockey uh, in my neighborhood, and then uh, we did some on an ice rink in Old Bridge, New Jersey. But for the most part, it was street hockey, and I was a goalie for the most part. I had all the equipment. As a matter of fact, I still have equipment back in my mother's house where she's like, are you ever getting rid of this stuff? I'm like, no. Who'd you pretend to be? Who were you? Were you Eddie Jackman? Uh Gump Worsley. Oh, that's uh, funny. You nailed it right on the head, my friend. Eddie Jackman was my favorite player. So. <laughs> I like it. Look at po- Perry, positive. You just pumped up positive Perry's tires for another exactly. He's getting kudos in here. This smile. Now you can't see it, but you know the thing about Perry is that no matter what he does, the ladies love the smile because he's got all teeth. You know, so it, it works. It works out. I'm Irish Catholic so, too. So what is? Uh, let's talk hockey for a little bit. You still paying attention to the NHL playoffs? Yeah, I actually literally have the game on while I'm talking to you. Well, I literally have the game on while I'm talking to you, bro, so it's like we're holding hands while we're in here. <laughs> Aww. Zero, zero. Your uh, two owners are supposed to hate each other. Come on. We, we can huh? get there. <laughs> we, we, you know, It's only on the ice, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah wait, who do you, do you have a front runner? Are you, are you either cheering for somebody or... Because I have, you know, I'll let you know, I got San Jose because after they won that seventh game, I told the boys, I said, they're my fate runner, not my front runner, my fate runner. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're definitely the, the team with the most heart right now uh, going through all those games like they did. Um, I'm shocked at the shutdown that the Boston uh, Bruins are putting on the, the Hurricanes here. I thought, the, I thought that was going to be a game-for-game game kind of series. Uh, but good on uh, Boston for able to get through it. Although, you know, uh, as much as I love an original six team, um, I, 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 the city of Boston has had enough with the winning, okay? You've gotten the football. You've Is that a bitter New Yorker? Win. Is this coming from a bitter New Yorker? Huh? Well, yeah, that's the little New Yorker in me, but still. Well, we don't um, understand because, you know, you know what football championships are boston does too we got no freaking clue i mean you know like we could take 
you know, some of the hockey. St- we'll take the hockey stuff over here a little bit, but we have a football team. Yeah, I just like <laughs> I said, you know, we got that. We got that going for us, bro. <laughs> yeah, and and so uh, when I see these last four, I'm, I wouldn't mind seeing a a, a St. Louis Boston kind of lineup, yeah. only because that's like an original kind of twelve kind of lookout. Um, you know, although for so many years San Jose has been so close and has failed and is so close and has failed that it would be like, you know, the uh, underdog kind of heart goes out to kind of to see Burns win it and, and you know, those guys Thor- really, yeah, Thornton and all those guys really put their heart and soul and, and bodies on the line on this one that if they were to win it, I'd be, I would be cool with that too. I mean, all the teams that are in the final four have shown some really, uh, Strong, strong effort at this point. Um, so we'll see. I like it. Um, that's also too. Have you? Uh, there's a f- movie out there called The Russian Five, uh, which uh, is sort of the. It's a documentary on uh, how the Russian Five was put together in all our championships. And the thing that uh, I love about it, I've seen it three times, is that it's a hundred percent real and. The best part is because if you're aware at all that the accident that happened after we won the cup in 97 to our star defense with Vladimir Konstantinov that almost ended his life and put him into a wheelchair and vegetable. Well, the, I'd like the, at the premiere, I talked to his daughter and I asked her how many times he's seen the movie. And she said, I don't know. He just keeps watching it. puts him in his happy place. And at the end of the movie, he's singing the song. So something that's created, to you know, maybe give everybody a little bit of a smile and a for a bad time after all these years. Did you, uh, have you seen that at all, or have you heard of it? No, I haven't. Uh, I'm gonna have to look that one up. You will, dude, because I think what's important too is that what I got from it is, man, it wasn't easy. Like you said, it just reminded me when you're talking about San Jose and going through what we did before we won in '94, '95, '96. And then uh, with with everything else, uh, and and also too is that and we loved you, what you got from it is that no matter who it was, where they were from, what language they spoke, beside you, that person loved that other person next to him, and I think that that really shone through through the best of times and the worst of times that happened, you know, back to back, and to be able to win, you know, and have Laddie out there, it's really as a personal piece i implore any of your your friends or yourself to to look for it because it's starting to get some national attention I, I believe it's in uh starting in newark this weekend uh over in new jersey um brian what's your thoughts uh what's your memories of mac as a hockey player i'm sorry what was my memories of what of of darren as a hockey player well you know uh as the red wings and the rangers were talking the uh, the late nineties, mid nineties, and into the early two thousands, the Rangers didn't go far with it. You guys, I mean, Detroit was hockey town. Detroit is hockey town. Even to this day. I mean, you guys always came in and kind of kicked our asses pretty steadily. It was, um, and, but also Darren held his own man. Darren was a bit of a rough and tumble kind of guy. The hits that he would put on guys were huge. And then, you know, he had, he was a bit of a finesse. He had really great finesse about him. So, you know, the McCarty, you, you didn't you didn't take him for granted. Between that and Yeiserman and all these guys that came in, and and you guys had a, an incredible goaltender behind you in all those years. So there was there was a, 
there was no taking uh, Detroit for granted ever. Um, the past couple of years, it's been kind of back and forth. Whether you thought they were on a big rush and they were going to make the playoffs, but then it's been kind of weird. And then with uh, the coach leaving and going to Toronto, and and with the whole shakeup of the whole team in general, you know, the, you guys are in the same uh, boat as the Rangers are in this rebuilding year and hoping the farm league and uh, the draft will bring something off and out. You know, and I'm hopeful with that. I mean, we lost our coach uh, when uh, we got rid of uh, of the new, and so uh, we'll see what happens. Well, you forgot the fact that uh, in this town, uh, the balance has been restored because yeah. <laughs> we have uh, Steve Eiserman back um, as our right. GM. So no matter what, it's the proverbial things are going to be all right around here. We don't know what it means, but our ship's in the right hands. I wish you... Best of luck in New York, and I look forward to you. Thank you for your time. Um, I look forward to working on this and uh, seeing how evil of an owner you are, Brian. But a <laughs> big, big fan and uh, safe travels uh, across the pond. Well, thank you, and keep up all the good work you're doing with your foundation. And, uh, and I look, uh, I, I definitely look uh, more to talking to. Uh, talking some shit with you about uh this comic book soon oh absolutely as you know the one thing that that i like is is dom's a go-getter and he's going to be putting these things together so soon soon enough uh we're gonna see how how heavy these heathens roar so look forward (laughs) to it we're definitely we're definitely gonna get the fan base to do the old uh Let's go, heathens. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. Let's go, heathens. For sure. sure. That's all about it. All right, bro. Thank thank you. You You bet. Thanks, Brian. That was Brian O'Halloran, the owner of uh, the Hell's Kitchen. What are you trying to Hell's Kitchen Heathen. We got to work on our... Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know, no, no, I didn't, we got to work on our commute. No. I didn't know yeah. this was a whole thing. It's n- almost not it's even... Just, hey, well, that I almost spit all over my computer, so I put it down. All right. I got my glasses, which, by the way, you may laugh, but I haven't lost a pair in a month. Thank you, baby. I haven't had to go find them. <laughs> yeah. Someone get Stevie a copy of Donnie Brook. No, the picture. See, the Batman signal, signal is 19. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were talking about Steve. You had to throw that in there. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I like that. Yeah. Ah, you got to send uh I'll send it to you. Send it. Send it. Yeah. <laughs> send it to. Send it to, send send it to, to us. Perry. Got it. No. <laughs> Brian's right, so, great. So, yeah, Brian's great, uh, you know, being the owner and obviously uh, doing yeah. things with clerks. And if you look at his IMDb and you see how the. the <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna have to get like glasses for the show. What <laughs> a fucking dog! Oh my god! He's trying to take. He's trying to take oh, his glasses man, off. Dude, his headset falls. But, <laughs> all right. What I wanted to say is what what you what you see is uh, you know the things that stand the test of time. You know are real things mm-hmm. and real characters. And I think what you said there is is that you know Kevin Smith who um, Silent Bob. Uh, you know, writes the characters to the times, and yeah. and these guys care about each other. And when you tell when you tell me that guys that you wondered, because I always, you know, people always ask me, well, what's it like in the dress room, or what's it, what's it like, you know, for winning? And you know, like I tell everybody, yeah, we really did love each other. I mean, but it was a, uh, it was like a band of brothers, and you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you'd be pissed at your brothers, and sometimes you'd be mean to your brothers and shit like that. But right. it didn't matter. But it stands the test of time. If they can't get through a 
you know, doing a movie and, and start laughing because they enjoy their company. That's what I, that's what I preach. And the self-awareness, I think, that he has over everything and the fact that they're back. It's a whole new generation that gets to enjoy not only the past, but the present like we do. So, Well, you know what? I think it's a good time to give you the gift I got for you. Oh. You're the first person to get a Donnie Brook poster signed by all the owners. Oh, oh. shit. Yeah, we're going to have to frame it. Yeah. Brian O'Halloran, yep. Darren McCarty, Dom Reggio, and Brandon Inge. Dom's wow. been working on his Zetterberg signature since he was a fucking kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, really cool. nice. We're going to have to... Uh, Get that frame. We'll have to get that yeah, framed. That's great. Gonna, that is a great one. I actually <laughs> might have one that'll fit it. Yes. Oh, you know, I think I think the, the biggest thing is, Dom, you know, like you said, when you were going to come out with a hockey book, mm-hmm. uh, a hockey uh, comic book, and people are like a little, but you came up with the perfect, I mean, this is what you talk about, ho- hockey fights, Donnie right. Brooks. And, right. and you can go with that, and, and obviously. Well, tell it, tell so. them the selling point. Tell Perry the people at home the selling point to me is 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 what because you needed substance. Right, right. So why did you come to me with this? Because you, okay, let's go back to before we've got Brian on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've gone through what is it called? Arcane Awakening. I can never, fuck, dude. I, Arcane Awakening. I'm gonna blend it into my brain. I have to figure out what strain <laughs> I'm gonna put it to. All right, um, but. Into Donnybrook because yeah. it was it was obviously the artist. You, so you had the belief, you know, the self awareness that you might have something, or right. maybe you don't. But you, as long as the right people believe in you or get behind you, so you right. had that opportunity, and then you got it to a point where you created because you'd done that already. Right. Right. This is the first issue. Yeah. You gone through it, and then you found out. Right. So tell everybody how you got to my door. Well, I'm looking at this, and I was like, what this needs is uh, some authenticity. I wanted some real stories to have these characters adapt. So when I, when I met with Mac, I, you know, I kind of had a cheat sheet whenever I, before I met you. Like, I knew you were a nerd from yeah. back in the day. <laughs> I was why, like, <laughs> why? Back, back at that, because it right. doesn't matter on these comic cons or whatever. See, right. I'm a jock nerd. Right. Like, don't and you don't have to be like jock nerds, you know. Like you see them all the time. I mean, I right. see the Fortnite commercials and stuff. I don't do that, but I like the Star Wars, and I'm a jock to to. I'm a my favorite comic book was Spawn. You know, right. I got to meet Tom McFarlane, got to get all that stuff, and I was into that series and stuff like that. Right. Everybody's into different sort of things. So you knew I was a nerd, and I yeah. Hey, I take that as the greatest compliment. Right, from right. A, from a comic <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's guy. nothing. Yeah, yeah there's like Perry. Like, if I said if I was being mean, Perry, like I used to be, but now I've changed. Yeah. Like, and I said like you're a nerd. Like that would be like in a bad way. Right, right, right. right. right? But but you're not a nerd. No, no. I no. mean, no. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I got one. Yeah. Did you did you catch a gold? What is it? A coach? A- Chocobo. Chocobo. Yeah. Did you, did you get one? Did you get it? <laughs> okay. I told him I did. Okay. Yeah. I, did, I had to find I, out. I think we were all wondering. Oh, that. yeah. No, I ended up doing They sent me the email, and it took me a while, but I think I sent back that I finally got one. <laughs> so, <laughs> took about 
a week though. When I, uh, so when I went up to Mac, I'm like, I know you got stories and you're from that era where there was rookie initiations and there was hazing and all the, all in good fun where they don't really do that anymore. I know the kids tell me that now, like, we don't really do that, but I want that in this book. You know, it's like, that should be preserved and, and there, and we, you know, no one is going to get in trouble because he might have, okay, I remember when so-and-so did this and -and so-and-so did this. Nope. These fictional characters are going to recreate it for everybody. Yeah. And man, like that's, like it, it just feels so real and honest. It's an honest portrayal when you do it that way. I think. Right, and so mm. you brought obviously that was our conversation. And yeah. In, and, and in that you said, well, I'm, I have the first one and read it and I liked it obviously and mm-hmm. saw where I could help out and um and then but you uh, you've had this big plan. So I'm, yes, you know here's the thing is that I want people to understand as they're listening to this too. As as Dom made his first steps, you're gonna have to. Learn to embrace the suck. Yeah, you're gonna have to with your first goal. You're gonna have dreams or whatever. I, it's like I tell Boogie all the time, or I tell Perry. I, I say, write it down. Okay, uh-huh. it may not be a good idea right now, but put it off to the side because it might be a good idea later. later. Right. So you mm-hmm. had to, and I encourage people that nothing that you want to work for, or believe in, you know, if the intentions are pure, can work out. So you've got yourself to this point. And then, because right. you had a bigger picture. Right. So you came to me with, you had to get in your eyes view, you were planned. Right. right? You had stages, you had questions, you mm-hmm. had to get from, so the lesson here, and I want people to, to listen and understand, is that that the best, what have you put in to get out? It's about hard work. And, Plan your steps, mm-hmm. and and so explain upon that because step one was talking to me about the stories to right. expand, right? And you know, then we I've obviously uh, said you know you could own one of these fictional teams in the book, and then you want to talk about the life story book. No, you're going no, 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 no. We're still no, no. staying with Donnie, bro. No, we're staying with Donnie. Yeah. So I was like, hey, I, you know what I think would be cool is if you had an opportunity to be a five time champion, <laughs> you could be an owner of your own <laughs> fictional team <laughs> in the, the, the ILHA. And, and the nerd in me went, went, whoa, 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 what? Yeah. Wait a sec. Because yeah. are you kidding me? I mean, I, yeah, like I look behind me and I love all these guys and I love all those four cups and stuff, but we're right. talking about getting, you know, here's the thing. Don't be afraid to step into other, other worlds that yeah. you look into, but, right. but surround yourself with the people that can lead you and lead you intently. You know, right. B- boogies help me that way into cannabis and educating to help right. me help myself, you in the book. So to be able to get that, that's like getting drafted almost. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. want to make a big deal of it, but right, I had to right, hear right. it out. So and it was a good gateway for so, you. Yeah. Hmm. And then, <laughs> then we got the Burnaby Blazers. Yes. Uh, this these jerseys, incredible jerseys, were made by your former guest Stalls. We oh, have to, so yeah. Not great. They're guys. Not my former guest. Uh, say yeah. hi, Paul. Yeah. Again. Hey, question. <laughs> oh, have you on? They are stalls. They yes. are family. That's uh, the family that they put it up. Uh, the banners. Right. Stalls, custom printing. You need anything printing. So I thought it was a good, things. good gateway. You know, you want to get into comics, but it's all you know. It's a familiar territory for you. You know hockey, obviously, yeah. and you know this. And each of these teams, like with with Brian O'Halloran and Brandon Inge, and you, a little bit of 
each of these guys, these athletes or actors, uh, the teams are going to take on their characteristics a little bit. Like you, you came to me with it like a day later, and you're like, Dom, this is what my team's going to be. <laughs> Bunch of pot smoking lumberjacks right. in BC because they, the endocannabinoid systems are just fully, just that's why they they're so healthy. I mean, it's just what I've learned. I mean, uh, I want to own a bunch of, you know, CBD putts. See, I was. Di- I'm gonna keep them off. I'm gonna keep them on the CBD until after the game. They can get as high as they want after. The game. <laughs> we have different rules in Canada. It's all right. legal up there. Right. I was I dying in Michigan. No, it's but like you said, you told me the whole concept. I was dying. I put the phone down and laugh for like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't take him anything. So then, know then that so then, Brandon Inge, the yeah. former third baseman catcher. Uh, Tigers love Brandon. Yes. What a great guy. Actually, he sent me a picture today. You we named were... this team too, pretty much. Do yeah. you remember? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well uh, dude, see, that looks like Inge too. Did they? <laughs> the, the, uh, the little redneck. Uh, that's what the Lynchburg Moonshiners. Yeah. Said, that's what he's like from Lynchburg. So I said, you fucking moonshiner. Right. Fucking, yeah, Lynchburg, no Virginia. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So we, it was on the ice at my charity hockey event, and it was the hilarious. I'm in the middle of this conversation, but I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> he just says, where are you from again, Brandon? Lynchburg, Virginia, with a bunch of freaking moonshiners? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And Brandon's like, that's the name of my team. That's, that's what we're right going there. with. <laughs> that's funny. So what do you got? Uh... I got a, uh... This is for you, too. A Lynchburg Moonshiners oh, signed yeah. by Brandon Inge. All right, he can, flip, he, can, he can flip me off if he signs me off. <laughs> All right, Benji, you're lucky, kid. <laughs> you're lucky. Yeah, I saw him earlier today. It was great. Yeah, he, some, yeah, I like he was fired up. He had the jersey on. He was like, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was wearing the jersey too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, he uh, took a picture uh, flicking off Mac. He's like, fuck the Burnaby Blazers. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Trash talking among the yeah. guys. Yeah, a little trash talking. I love a hockey league where the owners chirp each other all year. That like, little love fest that him and Brian had just. That's going to be the last ago. time. Yeah. <laughs> this is, oh, no, this is that's professional love. <laughs> right, right, right. No, no we're not no, that's talking right, about yeah. this. Is the game, they're right. The game doesn't. No, hey, the nerds haven't combined yet. Bam Bam even knows that. He taught me that back in the business. Yeah, so that leads us, so that's where we're at, and obviously you got the first issue working on the second, yeah. trying to get everything coming together. Now, this weekend, uh, you'll be at Suburban... Yeah, Motor City Comic Con. Motor City oh, Comic Con at yes. the Suburban Showplace. 30th anniversary. 30 oh, years. Cool. Yeah. So they dress up and everything for these things. Right? Oh, God, yeah. They get crazy in them. <gasps> yeah. Because my wife's really into the Harry Potter shit, right? So, yeah. You know, and they, they really go crazy with that. So, yeah. it's This will be my fifth I think year. It's, I think the kids call it cosplay. 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 Yeah. Yep. That's, that's right. That would be that's the right. term. Yeah. Look at this guy. I know. Yeah. He's getting all the lingo down. He's an old pro. He's an old Comic Con pro. So, yeah. were you so, just at, at the one out at Novi a couple weeks ago at the Sheridan? It's this weekend. It's well, they had, no, they had one a couple of weeks ago out at Sheridan uh, Hotel in Novi. I don't you weren't know. part of that one, so no, this it's is all the, jobbers. I don't do that. Okay, <laughs> I just wonder <laughs> what the. I mean, yeah, what's I mean, your job? What's your job? Small time, small time. Oh, a little small. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. He's wow. the he's in the big leagues now. <laughs> well, of course he is. He's sitting at this table. That's right. Yeah. So I only speak the big leagues. I got it. Called up. Anyways, did you have a question about Donnie Brook before I move on? No, move on. Okay. So, which led mm-hmm. to 
Um, obviously comic books, so being a nerd, so there are a conversation of graphic novels and right. whatever to reading my book, My Last Fight, True Story of a Hockey Rock Star, yeah. you said to me... Uh, this needs to be a comic book. This story is awesome. Oh, this yeah. is all over the place. And uh, I, I was just like, there's so many reasons I want to do this. I didn't even know. I think I was stumbling over my words a little bit, like where to begin with all this. And we got, we got Billy on the phone. No, we're getting them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, there was so much. I mean, I don't know of another hockey rock star, comedian, uh, you know, all, all these different things that are part of his life. It's so unique. And there's just, you know, obviously if you've read um, read his, his novel that there's some wild, wild shit in there oh, yeah. that I was like, I, would, I, I could already envision the pages in my head and wanted to do this. And I think uh, Mac was really into it too. Well, I, I was too because of the completion factor that we could update it to get to the end of what you yep. said. Because mm -hmm. the big thing is, is that what I realized in writing a book, and God bless you, Kevin Allen, I love you, brother, um, uh, who is the perfect, you know, the, the total opposite of me, but the perfect person to write my book to get me to where I am, which is part of the healing for me. But... I look at the epilogue and I wrote it five years ago. Right. So when Dom oh. came to me, it was right. like, and, and because I could put more of my style to it. So right. when you, when, and just so people know, you know, he's got it done. So it's, uh, one of these things that, uh, uh, I'm still running through. Um, but it was also too, is that what you could provide, what you right. could, what you could show as far as, uh, ideas you had towards this. So not only right. recreating, um, you know, for me it was because I could tell the story up to date. Right. And it was, it, you know, not only that, we're going to update that story and it was going to be a, you know, a love letter to the best time in Red Wings history, in my opinion. And all, all those, all everything that was going on back then, there's little things that I, when I did my research, I forgot the little, oh, yeah. remember the little Red Wing uh, flags on all the cars that oh, everyone yeah, yeah, had. Big time. And like, just there was a, all that little culture that was going on. I'm like, man, how did I forget about that see, cool thing? See, I love this. Uh, like, <laughs> and, and the different things was, was when you said that guys that would be excited or, or interested, not only in the story, but to, to tell my story. Right. Right. And through uh, different things. But I'm going to so touch on something. What are you the, about to read out of? Yeah, I'm reading out of, this is never before. Mm -hmm. the, this is part of, we, we haven't even named it yet, have we? No, we haven't named it no, yet. No, there, there's not a name to it, but it'll be correlation. But this is what I'm talking about because I can just see it. And this is what I love. And I picked this passage. This up, is the so. comic book script. This for is the your, comic book yeah. script for my graphic Life novel. Life story. And it has my voice saying uh, about joining the Essex County Fight Club, right? <laughs> okay. Which is Essex County, if you know, is a county I belong. Where where's Leamington's in, right? Which I talked to Dom, and I think he so apropos said it because I could just see it. <laughs> Mac voiceover continued. You have to get into a fight in one of your first five NHL games. I barely made it when I fought Bob Rouse in my fifth game because he high stick probe me in the head in, in Maple Leaf Gardens. Mac is pummeling Bob Rouse and skates off the ice after he wins the fight and opens the door to hear voiceover. Here he is, here he is, and sees reenactment of you broke your cherry scene from Goodfellas with the members of Ty Domi, Warren Reichel, Barry Thompson, Ken Danico, Bob Bugner, and Bob Prober all in skates with the line you broke your cherry and they all come down the steps and congratulate me with a signed Essex County Fight Club and the other guys' congratulations and pats. Dude, I 
Dude, that yeah. is so wow. apropos. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, See, I didn't know if you were going to like that. Oh, this is the first I, oh, time. Oh, dude. <laughs> that, I had to read that because that nails how that is as far as to explain that side of it. Yeah. Now, let me introduce our, my next guest. Yes. And this is an honor to have him, not only a hockey fan, but this, is, this guy's world-renowned. And, uh, bro... Thank you very much for uh, for stepping into this project with us. Uh, this is Mr. Billy Tucci. How you doing, Billy? Hey, what's up? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Finally, nice to uh, be able to uh, get you on the show and talk about uh, trying to make uh, make Dom's words from my head into people's pictures the way that you've done so well over your career, bro. I appreciate it. Uh, uh, thank you. Thank you so much, sir. And I got to tell you, it's a real privilege talking to you. Uh, and I talked to Dominic, and you know he knows I'm a huge fan of yours. So, uh, well, tell, tell me a little bit. Let's let's tell the grind time. Obvious with Darren McCarty about like uh, where you're from and 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 your hockey love. Give me give me give me some Billy Tucci growing up hockey love. Who your hockey guys were? Who broke your <laughs> who broke your heart? Are you like are you a Ranger guy or Islander guy? Oh, no, I'm a I'm an Islanders fanatic, well, bro. Uh, Bro, now, so can I you curse no, I can't curse. So sorry. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can curse on my show, bro. You don't fucking. That's for ESPN and all the other shit. You're not fucking like I tell Aaron all the time. Are we here? He said, "Can we smoke yeah, here?" No. And I'm like, "Are we here?" Yeah, fuck. Let's yeah. go. If you don't curse, you get an invoice. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's opposite. Yeah, it's of, I'll find yeah, you for not being real. Yeah. So uh, speaking, yeah, speaking of heart, you know, who broke your heart? You know, I. I'm still reeling from uh, two weeks ago when the Islanders mm. lost, you know, four in a row to fucking Hurricanes, and I'm just, I, I just can't believe it, mate. Even though I hate Boston, you know, it would be kind of sweet to have uh, them sweep uh, Carolina. Well, that's tomorrow. what you got. That's Take what tomorrow. So. That's what you got to offer. That's what you got to hope for when you get your guts blown out because I didn't see it coming after that yeah, first no, round. I, it, yeah, you know what it was, and like I said, I you know the officiating has just been horrible. Cause we don't, and I know we're supposed to talk about art and comics and all, but like I said, I'm a hockey nut, so I just think the officiating killed them in the in the first two games, and they dominated both those games, and just the the goals that were called back, and and just you know penalties that weren't called, and they just got screwed, and you know they just didn't recover. Even game three, they won. You know they disallowed uh, Devin Kays' goal. You saw that, you know, he kicked it. He kicked the puck, you know, as a, as a rebound. And he kicked it off. He kicked it from behind the net. It wasn't, you know, it's not. He wasn't intentionally kicking it into the net, and it went in. You know, but you're not uh, bitter, and, uh, really. And you're not, not, really, you're that's not what bitter, I was thinking. Are you? <laughs> What's that? Are you, you're not bitter, though, are you? <laughs> no, I'm real bitter. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> dude. Now let me ask but, you this. Uh, let me ask you this as an artist, and I'm looking at your Joker right here. But I'm looking at it as an artist. Does that relate? Because being a, not only being an and I have a little, I got a tough time really feeling sorry for you because I think we're at least around the same age. So you remember the Islanders winning four in a row, right? That was, oh, yeah. Right, right. So you know what, bro? I, you know what, what? What? To me, what that showed, and yeah, you did get, you did get unfortunate, but a lot of times is that that's the inexperience of the team that gets that rattled where what you see is like Boston is at the end of their run where you guys got yeah. Pittsburgh at, that was over it. You know, we, every yeah. team, you've seen it. Everything goes. You guys yep. will be fine. This will be the greatest learning experience for you. Now, 
you can you let that shit go when you're when you're make sure happy thoughts when you're drawing pictures for me though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens come uh, what July first. You know, what do you? They got a lot of cap. They got a lot of cap space. What so, do you want uh, them to do? What do you, shoot, Billy man, Tucci, want, GM, want, want him to do? I, I, yeah, see, I, I want Panarin. You know, to Shane, I take. I mean, we need another center. I think um, between us, you know, you can let Everly walk. You got to re-sign Andrews Lee, the captain. You got to re-sign Leonard. I mean, he deserves it. You know, the story, his story. Okay, so of, you're not uh, you're not bitter his, at you're not bitter at him for maybe some soft goals there in that series. No, I mean, look, he played his hard. He played great. You know, but you know, we got to score too. Nothing but nothing. You know, it was just bad luck. That whole series. Wow, you know what? If John Tavares didn't bail on you guys, then. Yeah, well, fuck him. Nothing but nothing. He's a friggin' snake, that guy. I mean, what he did and the whole. I mean, I was at my. You know, I go to a bunch of games. Hey, were you there for that one? The return? The return? Dude, that was unbelievable, bro. Dude. February 29th, I was there and uh, with my son, and we, we so all of a sudden we get to our seats, and there's three guys we never met before, and they were um, from England, and they were hockey coaches from England, and they just big hockey fans, and they wanted to spend, this was their vacation, so they went to see, I think, the Devils twice, the Rangers, and then the Islander game. They, they got a whole bunch, you know, they got a block of four four games and they were living i guess they were staying i wonder who that fucking travel agent was they should be fucking <laughs> yeah, fired let's, let's go spend a, yeah. dude did they know there's tampa bay <laughs> right there's it's like a team that and we're yeah. talking about regular season tampa bay right that right. you could go down and you know that's just uh, that's just bad information <laughs> yeah yeah and and uh well like and those guys they were like i've never seen anything like this in my life i've never heard anything like this i, I can't believe it I, i've wild. never i've never I, seen anything like in my life yeah. that was wild it was dude, like was going crazy yeah. Yeah. dude i'll I'm tell sorry. you this the worst heckler in the league when i played was said behind sat behind the bench in la you know like yeah, okay right and it that game you're talking about reminded me of the Friggin' fifteen thousand of that motherfucker <laughs> yeah. behind the bat because, but the thing that I got out of it, right, dude, was the passion. Like the the, yeah. the you know you can't like there's a demonstration, but there's also like that was real. The the yeah. like the the betrayal, the the feel that sports can d- display to you, and and you're still reeling over two weeks ago, which I was just gonna yeah. tell you that from my experience, it's the greatest thing to happen to your organization because like you said you have cap room you can make decisions um you know which way you 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 gotta go you know i we if we don't lose the jersey in 95 we win one maybe two but we don't win four we don't come Mm. back in oh two down down two going on the road to vancouver for sure you know like I, i i think that that you guys definitely in my opinion with Barry Trotz, who I have the utmost respect for, I think that, you know, yeah. it'll be, inter- like you said, it'll be very interesting to see what happens at the draft, but also what happens in free agency for you guys. Well, yeah, well, let me tell you, I got to say, just because uh, uh, you being a fan of you as a player, and uh, after, the, after the lockout, you know what I mean? Um, if, uh, if the Wings kept you, they would have won another cup at least, you know? Yeah, well, at least you, know, with, you yeah, know, we, I mean, we, you're a good you're a smart hockey guy, but I mean, that's all right. Yeah, well, that's I, I like. But I didn't, but I, like hey, it, yeah. you know what, though? And, and uh, uh, self-awareness, and I preach it, that was as much my doing as it was theirs. So it was, I was in yeah. the uh, revolt. Revolt, uh, 
era, and in hindsight, I I would probably do things a little bit different to have enabled that to happen. But again, yeah, you know that yeah. that's no, you know, it's one of those things that that without it, I was just grateful enough to come back because you know in '08 to win that one, and I knew that there was something that I could add, and it was not as much on the ice as it was attitude around the. You know, that back in, even in yeah. 08, you could sit on the end of the bench and and you could, uh, uh, I guess, dictate, uh, dictate moment, not momentum, but you could handle, like, there's yeah. a there's a storm that goes on, right? And when you yeah, have experience, yeah. when you have experience. Yeah, there's not going to be, I mean, they're all veterans now on that team, and they got such a young team. I mean, you got some of your older guys, like, I don't think uh, Bill will be back. You know, a couple of guys, like I said, but they got a great farm system. I'm just sorry to talk about the Islanders because I'm still reeling from it. And, and getting back to Tavares, what he did, and he even admitted it, <laughs> if I may. And, and uh, you know, people were saying shit about the Islander fans. And you could say whatever you want, but we're long-suffering, and we know the game. You know what I mean? I, pl- I played hockey since I was seven years old. Um, we're all fans. You know, the Ranger fans, you know, have the people in any given Ranger game at, at the at the guard they've never been to a hockey game in their life. <laughs> you know, we got the same old blue collar lunch pal. That's us Long Island guys. You I'll know? tell you, so, I, dude, I'll tell you what fucked you guys. It wasn't the refs. It was the fact that they had to play in Brooklyn. The fact that you yeah, couldn't play yeah. in the aisle. Yeah. No, no, no. That's the well, fucking, you want to talk about home yeah. ice. That was the biggest thing. I don't care what you yeah. say. Yeah. Because you could have, the way that you played, that team played, it's like, go watch a video. Go watch your highlights, yep. the way that... And the fans have a big part of that. Hell yeah. Yeah, and you know, I mean, you know, the thing is, like, like I said, they bitch about, oh, the, you know, the, the Coliseum is no longer, uh, you know, an NHL quality arena because they don't have the media boxes or whatever, and it, it just seats just shy of, of 14,000. I think it's like 13,997 or something like that. But the thing is, would you rather have 13,000 people, close to 14,000, almost a sellout every night, the 42 nights out of the year, or would you rather have, you know, playing at a 20,000-seat arena, which, which is the Barclays, and have 8,000 people with there? No, nobody I, wants to go there. No atmosphere. Brooklyn, no, no I mean, atmosphere. Brooklyn is on Long Island. You know what I mean? It is. But it's like a whole different world. The parking sucks. The people suck. The <laughs> gate, you know what I mean? And it, it's like you go and you got to put, you know, you park, you park that store at, at the, at the Barclays, like at, at that thing. It's like 60 bucks for a game. Whew. You know what I mean? So it's like, who do I want? So you've got to park, you know, and you know, I'm, I'm pretty fortunate. I'm not, you know, I'm not cheap, but I'm, you know, I'm not hurt, but you know, thank God I'm not hurt for money, nothing, but I'd rather walk, you know, a couple of blocks and pay $21 to park. And even that, it's like, Jeez, you gotta be kidding me! So, <laughs> who can afford but, uh, to go yeah. anywhere? <laughs> I agree. Yeah, but, but, yeah. but uh, so we'll see. Who knows? I mean, you know, like I said, the players hate the ice. The ice, you know, they use PVC pipes to to make you know for the ice underneath. They have metal pipes, you know, aluminum pipes or steel pipes even. So it's slushy. It, it just sucks <laughs> over there. I mean, we'll go. We'll go, but it does. You know, but, well, that's uh, your professional so opinion. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but you know what? I guess I like to getting finishing up my final thing on Tavares is that you know he really strung them along. You know, and I blame Garth Snow that piece of garbage because I also <laughs> I gave money for the billboard. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you know, I, I, so I, do, so. hey. I paid. I gave forty bucks for that. Yeah. How do you feel but, about uh, Spano? About who? About Spano. I'm uh, sorry. Who? In the owner Spano. 
the guy that uh, remember the 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 former owner from years ago that bought the oh team, that, the, the one that signed Di yeah. to a fifteen year contract Still fraudulent owner. Yeah, fuck him. That's all Perry wanted you to say is fuck him. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But but like I said with Javaric, you know, they were bitching about us being, you know, unclassy fans. But, you know, we were chanting, please don't trade me because that's what he said. You know, I don't want to be traded. We'll do this in the offseason. And then uh, we even met Chico Resch, you know, who was a longtime great goalie, Colorado goalie, too, and and we saw him. He's a color analyst for the Devils. We're at the Devils game. This is last year. And my my friend's son goes, holy shit, it's Chico Resch. So we go over there and we just start talking to him, hanging out, spending a half hour talking to Chico Resch. And he's like, you guys got to, you got, he's going to leave and you guys got to get nothing. What's going on with him? And we're like, we don't know. And then the thing is, though, then Tavares admitted, he said I, he didn't want to be traded because he didn't want the team he was going to, to lose any assets. So maybe we'll make a, make a Marner an offer sheet. And get f- him, or, or at least let them pay out of the way, and then they, they, they're screwed with the cap. The, the, would, that, uh, would, that, would that make you happy, a little bit happier? Are you <laughs> into so, so whatever screws Toronto now? <laughs> uh, maybe I said enough. No, no, you can. No, yeah. Dude, this is what no, I, I like it because, dude, you're gonna, I'm going to get you. I'm going to ask you a couple questions about art in a minute, but I'm going to get <laughs> yeah, you sure, back. Yeah. I'm going to get you back on. Your free agency after some <laughs> shit goes on, cause cause I dude, you're gonna be my you're gonna be my uh Islander like a metropolitan area, you know, hockey guy. This guy fucking sucks. Oh man, let me tell you, I'd, I'd be honored, man. I, I right. would be honored. It's Live gonna, Tucci reactions. It's gonna be, it's That's it. If I, we gotta go, hey, if we gotta, I'm gonna name if we gotta go to the Tooch. Gotta go see <laughs> yeah, what the Tooch is feeling. Be, yeah. All right, good. Hey, hey, hey Billy, Thanks, what? I'll do that. But I gotta say that said though, like with Matt Barzell, you know, um, you know, I played, you know, growing, you know, I was, you know, I played center. Actually, I, I was a righty. I played center, and everybody wanted nineteen because of Trotje, and he was like my hero growing up, Brian Trotje. Um, so I'm Tucci, so I'm teased. So by the time it came for my number, nineteen was gone by like Jones or somebody like that, you know, or Fucking another Jays. Irishman, you know, Long Island. Yeah. So. So I was like, well, what? My, my birthday's the 13th, so I was 13. So I remember going back three years now, and my buddy, you know, I played hockey with, he's like, you got to see this kid Barzell. He's number 13, he's a center, he's right, he's a righty like you. You got to check him out. So, of course, I saw him in the juniors, you know, and uh, I was like, oh, my God, this kid's amazing. So I went to the pre, to the last, not this past season, the season before, they had the one game at the Coliseum, and it was a, a preseason game against the Flyers. It was sold out. It was crazy. You think that it was game one of the, uh, of you know the the, the finals, and um, and he played. And I walked in there and I had a Barzell jersey. I was the only guy with a Barzell jersey in the whole place. And I and I think he scored that game too in the preseason game. They went two one. Tavares scored in overtime. And uh, now forget it. I can see a Barzell, but that kid, I wouldn't trade that kid. For anyone in the league. Listen, listen, and what I got from that conversation is my man Tucci was on the Barzell train yeah. before anybody else, yeah. right? Is that, that what yeah, I, I got to say? Yeah, I re- yes. Hey, I'm, I'm going to say Billy Tucci, illustrator extraordinaire slash Barzell's number one fan. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. My so, son, I think my son's uh, my my son, my seventeen year old son's probably a bigger fan than me of his, but um, but yeah, and um. 
You know, I even got his jersey with the Reebok because they didn't have the Adidas jerseys yet. Oh, nice, so, dude. That is sad, dude. <laughs> hey, wait, wait. Bam, bam. Bam, bam. You know, you know about jerseys and stuff like that, right? So, like, yeah. You, yeah. No, I'm, I'm talking to my producer, Bam, bam. Here, he uh, he knows about the jerseys and stuff like that. So, if he says he goes back to the Reebok, that's like before the Adidas. Is that that makes it not only worth more, right? It, in my opinion, I think the Reebok is the shittiest jersey of them all. I can't get a, believe get Reebok, they went yeah. to Reebok. Yeah. How is yeah. Reebok going to sponsor your league? Reebok? Yeah. I mean, they're popular I don't know with what, the pump. Yeah. But, I, mean, I don't on. know what the hell they did or what kind of deal because the CCMs are really nice. That's you know? it. That's and it. And they look cheap. <laughs> Even a Reebok Pro jersey with the, you know, with the fighting strap in the back, of, you know, a Pro jersey. It looks cheap. I mean, oh, not so that you can't, Darren. You know, with the New York, you know, on Jersey, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. my oh, man. Oh, oh dude, no, I. This one, all day he's dropping two fifty. I told you, Mac, Tucci's no joke. Oh, two fifty. I went to the dude. I went into the NHL store because my son took my my old one. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna get a I want to get a pro jersey. So I went in there and I went to the NHL store in the city. Because I can't like, because my wife, if my wife doesn't think I bought a new hockey jersey in ten years, <laughs> so, or, or a fishing pole, or a gun, she does not know I do any of that. So, so I, you know, I get some cash in my pocket, so I go to the NHL store and I got it for. Uh, it was three twenty five because you get the lettering now. The, right. You know the Well, name yeah, you got to get the double tape. stitched, and there's no way you got to get the double, and you got to get the glue. There's yeah. glue on the name, so you oh, you know these are these are, these are glue too. I'm like, ooh, all right, I'll spend that. <laughs> gotta have the glue. And if you don't, a big old smile. <laughs> and you know that if you don't have that authentic, that you're just walking around feeling like a dirtbag anyway, right? right? right you right. do. Oh. Well, you know, because you know, you you know do, it's you, cheap. You, well, here's the yeah, thing. You really what, do. But here's the, here's the thing. What it is is because you make it like it means something. The self awareness to the authenticity to know that you're in there first, and that's you know one thing here with yep. grind time. What I want you to know is you never know who in this table conversation whatever where it's gonna go. Right. Because that's an important thing if for anybody out there. That's Jersey. That's an important for, I know, for Boogies. He likes his jerseys. He's working on stuff for the, like these, these for the Slapstick Comedy Tour merch. You with jerseys. Perry, you know, that striped jersey that he fucking smells up, Zebra. (laughs) Bam Bam, Bam, Bam's got his fucking finger on the pulse of fucking what is cool and what is not in his world anyway. So uh, that all works out. So, Back to let's get off the hockey for a minute, but about uh, all right, sure, yeah, I'm sorry, what, I'm sorry. No, no, don't be sorry, bro. We could, we're gonna talk, dude. This is just the first of first of many, but I want to get to to a little bit of what is your favorite thing that you've drawn over the years, or you know, like project that you've gotten involved with, or you know, something well, that you like, know. It's funny that, you know, a lot of my friends, you know, like, you know, I think there's more professional players in the NBA than are guys actually making a living doing comic books. And we get this question all the time, and it's like, what do you draw for fun? And I got to tell you, I say, I don't draw for fun. I draw for money. You know, that's, that's what we do. Absolutely. So, uh, Dude, hey. But the thing I love is, yeah, I love to draw, like, I'm known for drawing women. You know what I mean? Like, like, cause, uh, like my main character, she, and I do a lot of pinups, a lot of covers. Um, you know, I do a lot of female drawings, but I also do like, I love drawing war stuff. Like I love drawing P-51s, you know, and Corsairs and Tiger tanks and stuff like that. That's what I'd really rather draw. But, um, 
this thing that what I really like to draw, I, I love the Rocketeer. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. I've seen I the movie. The I've seen. I love the Rocketeer. And, and anyone says, you know, if I draw for a kid, you know, or stuff like that, you know, and I'll do something, you know, I don't charge them. I just do it. And they're like, throw whatever you want. And I draw a Rocketeer. You know, I just, I nice. just love that character. You know, I love, you know, Jennifer Connelly in the movie it was really hot. If you haven't seen it. Absolutely. And, I've uh, seen it. I'm so, with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. there, bro. So, yeah, so I, yeah, yeah, that's it. But I love throw war stuff. I really do. And um, so it's, you know, that's, that's, that's what I like to do. What are the, some of the stuff you're doing now? Right now I'm doing, I'm working. I just finished a Wonder Woman thing. I got my new book, Zombie Sama, coming out, which what? is kind of a funny zombie tell, story. Tell you know, it's a hit, hit. And, uh, and that's, <sighs> we just did a crowdfunding thing with that. And um, we raised, uh, raised $67,000 for it to make this book. So... And you go directly to the fans. This is what's great about the crowdfunding comics. You know, you go to Indiegogo or Kickstarter, and you go directly to them. I love the cover, dude. Yeah, yeah. And you got to, you know, that's something you guys should think about, too. You know, and, you, oh, and, yeah. and, and because the fans embrace you, and, they, and, and it's nice because they really, they should, you know, they're taking money out of their own pocket to support your art, you know? Hey, so Bill. I got that going out, and I got another mo- another book come out uh, that's out now. The fifth issue came out today, called Appalachian Apocalypse. Um, and then I have uh, my new she, my character she is why I'm here talking to you because this book I did 25 years ago. We did about a hundred issues of it. It's like a modern day samurai story, and she's a beautiful Asian woman, you know. And uh, I did that for about 12 years, and I got kind of burnt out. And then I did a lot of DC stuff, like you know Batman and things like that. And then I um. But now I'm going back to it. So that's uh, next month. We Let, launched that as a crowdfunded book n- next month. So. You know, I talk, this is funny that you say that. And, and talk to me about what you've noticed because uh, I just had Brian O'Halloran, who you know is uh, Dante from Clerks on. And uh, that's a 25-year sort of revival that they're still going on this. What are the yeah. things, you know, obviously I, I atone it to, you know, everything's cyclical. You know, we're coming back around to like thirty years back to like sort of the nineties or, or Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like but you have to the thing is is that the artists have to be inspired to bring it back. Like you said, I I know the feeling because uh, I had to take a break from hockey before really getting back into the alumni or deciding to participate in life again, I guess. Uh <laughs> but 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 I guess my question would be the difference between starting it, she back then to revitalizing it now in Billy Tucci's eyes. Yeah, well, I got to tell you, you know, I, I, um, I'm, the way I'm doing the book though is that the book is, and I've never seen this done before in the comics. I'm making it, it's it's 25 years removed from the very first series. So now my character, you know, Anna's in her 40s. You know what I mean? She's a single right. mother raising her daughter. And, and people say, why hasn't there been she in 12 years? And the, my thing is, well, there hasn't had to be. She's had a nice life. You know what I mean? She's, she's now, like, she's a curator of the Brooklyn Botanic Gardens, and she's raising her Love daughter. It. Her husband's in jail. He was a vigilante in, in the comic series. He was a cop, and he became a vigilante. Now he's in jail because guys I found out don't want my character to have a love interest for some friggin' weird reason. A lot of them a little weird, you know? Uh, you and think because they they're all her. fucking jerking off to her. Fuck <laughs> yeah, they're they're they don't fucking, they're not, yeah. they're not in the cuckolding. They're not in the cuckolding right now. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, like Jesus. Superman. Right time with Darren McCarty. I'm just gonna fucking give it to you straight. That's good. 
<laughs> you got a fucking <laughs> hot Asian you draw that's fucking sexy right. as fuck, and there's right. guys out there that jerk yeah. off to that shit. I mean, it's yeah. just like fuck. I mean, that's why they don't want. For any of my listeners, out, Mama J and I apologize, but to anybody out there, uh, out there, that's pretty much what it is in this world. I mean, everybody's got their thing, but the fact that I think that's a great story because did you ever think you would have? got to the point to revitalize her but i love the fact that you, that that space in between is her enjoying life and before she has to get back into the life but did you ever see yeah. getting back to her was that always a plan yeah I, I always knew i was gonna go back to it you know but i i was waiting for the right story and i couldn't figure you know i couldn't think of what it was and then i thought holy shit why don't i just age her you know, because, like, I mean, my wife no. is, is, you know, I've been with my wife for almost 30 years, you know, and uh, she's never looked more beautiful to me. You know, she looks great. She dresses great. You know, so why not have a character, you know what I mean? Like, you know, have a comic character grow up. And then she's got her adorable little daughter, you know, the 16-year-old little shit, you know, this little snot-nosed <laughs> kid. You know what I mean? And the, the daughter has no idea that her mother was a part of this shadow society and right. this warrior thing. And, and then it all comes back. You know what I mean? They come after her. They found her because she was kind of in hiding, you know? And now that now she has to protect her daughter. And it's cool, you know? And, and uh, But, you know, getting back to the thing, like Superman has Lois Lane, right? Because right. the fans like that. You know, Wonder Woman doesn't have anyone. You know, Batman has Catwoman. He could be because he's Batman yeah, first. Nobody like, jerks so off to Lois have a boyfriend. Lane. Nobody jerks yep. off to Lois Lane. Guys jerk uh, off to Wonder Woman. Give me, it's a fucking right. jerk off scale. Hey, man. Billy, man, Billy. Not, I mean, <laughs> Bam Bam's like over here going, dude, it's a fucking. Hey, Jesus, my professional fucking. Is he, if Jesus is still in the room, Jesus is part of the Detroit cast. He would know most about jerking off to probably. He <laughs> jerked she off to she before. Jesus, if you're in the house, come on down here for a minute clarification but um <laughs> no because that's why she's spank bank that's how you know right that's how you know if your character's hot enough right is if they're spank worthy then they guys you hear from the grumbling of the trolls <laughs> oh you know what you, you can keep you can keep them happy billy and give her a female love interest holy shit there you're on to it give her a what? I she's a lick a lot of i said plus. give her a female love interest she said she, she he said just oh, make, make her a sign a lick, of the times yeah, her, make her a lick a lot of puss <laughs> yeah but her uh, her best friend is, is a lesbian and she's been a lesbian for 25 years so i was ahead of the curve on all that there you <laughs> go yeah he's got it hey, sitting in the back waiting so. just in case billy uh, uh that's right there, 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 there you go that appeases to the married folk too. <laughs> right billy i saw you at a con like 10 years ago. I don't know if you still do this, but I thought it was hilarious. I was walking by. I didn't say hello or anything, but all of a sudden a bell rang and I, I looked at it. I go, what was that? And I didn't know you. You didn't know me. And you're like, oh, that was the hot chick bell. Did you see her? She went right down that way. I'm like, what? Did you? Yes. Do you yes. still do oh, that? You were that? Yes. <laughs> we, we broke the bell. <laughs> we, 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 There's I, that many hotties at the Comic-Con? Oh, yeah. The hot chick bell. Well, now, then it, it, we broke. We had like four bells. And, but then it went to the... <laughs> um, it went oh to, uh, the, so here's a funny story. So that was uh, a joke. It's really like <laughs> the inappropriate bell, but every time a girl walks by, you know, it's supposed to be inappropriate. So whatever you say, you know, like the stupid stuff, like you see a guy standing in front of you and he smells like real bad cigarettes. He's just unhealthy and you just look at your friend, you, you know, you, you know, I smell mm. cancer, you know, just, ding, you know, just stuff like that. We do, you know, just real stupid. So it's not stuff. specific to and, one um, thing. Yeah. yeah. 
And then, uh, and then it just turns out I kick fell. And then uh, it's a funny story that my buddy, I'm sitting there signing with my head down. And uh, we're at San Diego Comic-Con, I think, the big one. And I'm not paying attention because I'm doing a sketch. I'm signing books. And my buddy comes up and just hits the bell. And I look up. Because as soon as that bell rings, you got to look up. Yep. Yeah. And there's like a six-year-old girl dressed <laughs> in a Wonder Woman costume in front of me. I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> because like people don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, you, you heard. Because we said, oh, yeah, that's not chick bell. You know, or the inappropriate bell. Bill. But just, yeah. Not politically correct at all. <laughs> but so, <laughs> I, I'm curious. Now, I think I heard about your career. You started, you were drawing, and the way you were drawing, I mean, it, it's crazy to me with a talent like you that you had to do this, but they, they weren't looking for the way you were drawing. were too elongated, your characters, or something like that. So you just kind of did it on your own, and you didn't wait for anything. You just started your own comic company. Is that how it went down? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I tried to get work at Marvel and DC, but I went to um they to FIT in, the, in New York. Well, I went yeah, I went to FIT in New York City, so the Fashion Institute of Technology, and dude, that was great because there's like eight girls every guy, <laughs> and half the guys were gay. So I, I either way, I was in man, you know. So. Hey, I got hey, dude, I knew all great artists are inspired somewhere. I mean, you yeah. know what? You sometimes they think it's you go to college or you go to school to get out of the book. No, you're inspired by the class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, I mean, yeah, you're, life, a it, you're a visual it, artist, right? I mean, you need to yeah. see stuff. I mean, like that's. Like, I, I can't draw, I can draw a stick, people, that's it. My kids are great, draw, I can't, I don't have that gene. I got the gene of punching people in the face. <laughs> you know, like, what, um, That that's the whole thing. I was going to ask you, so that, that's, you believe, yeah. that's because you had that belief in yourself. It's a, like, the, what I'm getting to here at Grind yeah. Time is that, yeah. what have you put in to get out of it? And because it's hard work, is, is, have anything that you've accomplished not been with the hard work and Dom always says because I say if you can embrace the suck then you can get ahead yep. well that's the whole thing it's like I said you know like you said you can't throw a stick figure and I can't beat up Cam Russell twice in you know two minutes you know what I mean <laughs> so I made uh, me the team you know, bro <laughs> yeah there you go buddy <laughs> but uh yeah no I, I totally did I, I you know after the after um college I joined the uh the Army, the National Guard I went into then. And, um, you know, I just, I was a paratrooper and stuff, and I, 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 and they really instilled a confidence in me. And when I got, you know, and then when I was doing it, and I got rejected from Marvel and DC because I didn't draw in that particular style, right. I was like, you know, hell with these guys. When I do my own book, you know? And, uh, and I did. I didn't know what I was doing, but I went to the library. You know, I started talking to comic book retailers. I started buying the magazines and figuring out how a comic book's made. And within like, you know, I don't know, six, seven months, six months or so, my book hit and I and I wanted to do a full color comic and and I made, you know, like I had my wife type up a letter saying she was director of marketing for Crusade Comics and I'm doing this out of my one bedroom apartment, you know. And uh, and there was a lot of adversary in the way. I had partners that tried to screw me over and things like that. But, you know, when when that book came out and I said, I'm gonna do a full color comic book, why can't I do a comic just as good, if not better, than the big two, you know? And I, you know, so I, so, and I did it and I had no money. I was six months behind in my rent, but I think because I was so enthusiastic about it and I believed in it Believe and you know, right, Aaron, you know, you, you know that you see, uh, or can I call you Mac? I don't know if I can Absolutely. call you Mac. You call me whatever yeah, you want. All right. That, you too, all right. You're, thanks. You're so uh, yeah, cause I called you guys collect on this call. So, yeah. I don't know <laughs> if you know that. Yeah, you know. so uh, but, um, 
And, uh, you know, I just felt like, you know, I, who the hell are they to tell me I can't do it? Because everyone was telling me you can't do this. You know, mm -hmm. you, you got a lot of people. You and, you know, and there was, like when, you're, yeah, when you're enthusiastic about something and you really believe it and you got the passion, now you got to be good at something. You know, it's got to be good. It can't be a piece of garbage. But that enthusiasm is then contagious. So mm -hmm. I ended up having the printers print the book for me for nothing. And I told them, here's my orders. I got 37,000 pre-orders for this book. I promise you, I, I'm giving you my word as a man that I, you'll be the first person I pay. And, you know, you don't find a lot of that anymore. And they yeah. believed me. And I did, you know, and I followed through. And I got to tell you, Matt, within three weeks of that book hitting the stands, we had reorders for over 140,000 cops. Fuck. But I only printed 50,000, you know. So, so what I did then was like, well, that's it. You can't get the book. And that made it hot. You know what I mean? It made it real popular. And, and another thing I did is that people, when, when you, you have these catalogs, so you get the catalog and you see when the book's going to be in, in the stands, right? So mine was March. And then usually you'll then do April. You'll solicit the second issue. What I did was I waited until June when my first issue was in the stands for the retailers to order the book. Mm -hmm. So my orders actually increase with every book because the book's blowing out. They look in their catalog to see if they can order the second issue, and it's right there. And huh. so our second issue, I think, uh, I think our numbers for the second issue went to like eighty thousand, and we just kept going up from there. And then within a year, we were out selling every Batman, every DC comic, every Batman Superman book. Yeah, you sold Pretty a couple cool, copies man. of it She, didn't cool. you? You sold a couple copies of She, didn't you, Billy? <laughs> Yeah, What's right. that, Tegan? Is that a, yeah, you sold a couple copies of She. <laughs> but that all stemmed from someone telling you you couldn't do it, right? Yes, that it, it, that's exactly right. what it is. Yep, right. That's exactly what it is. And, you know, we grew up, like I said, I you know, out here, you know, on the on, on the island and all. And, you know, it's a, you know, you got the Hamptons out there, and then you got, you know, more towards the city. But a, the majority of us are real, like, red state guys. You know what I mean? We're all, like, the real blue-collar people. All, you know, half my friends seem to be lawyers, and the other half, or cops or firemen, you know what I mean? But everyone, you know, and we grew up in that 80s and we were like Reagan kids, you know? And then when, you know, I, my mother had her own business and it wasn't a good business, but I remember when Reagan got elected president in 1980 and I saw my mother change and the whole country change from that 70s, if you saw Miracle, you know what I mean, yeah. with, with, the, with the hostages and, mm -hmm. and, and the gas lines and, the, and the, the recession and all that like that. And then he came and he just threw, you know, will willpower and just with good policies he literally changed that country and we grew up in that so we grew up like yeah i can go to college how do i go to college well you got to go go get a student loan so i put on this probably a suit that was you know a size or two too small for me and i walked into the bank and like yeah i said oh i'm here to get a guaranteed student loan because you're guaranteed every american's guaranteed a student loan so I went there and I signed. I had to bring it home, get get a co-signer on it. I think my girlfriend's father signed me actually, <laughs> and, um, and and I was able to pay it for school. You know, there's a will. If there's a will, there's a way. And and it's amazing how soft people have gotten. You know what I mean? Right. And, and everyone this entitlement and all this crap, <laughs> and they just don't know what it's like. You know, to really you know pull yourself up from your bootstraps and just get it done. You know, Most grind them in don't the corner. These, hey, these, <laughs> these guys are all looking at me because, dude, you sound exactly like me, yeah. and obviously mm -hmm. being the same age. But I, you know, it, it's just so apparent right right now, and as you talk and whatever, why, um, you know. The connection that we have, mm -hmm. even though now with this project with Dom, but it's because yeah. it's supposed to be because that's what I'm trying to do is facilitate people like yourself 
in this world to, to not only, you know, like I said, uh, Dom's my guy in the comic book, graphic novel world and stuff like that to introduce to people like yourself with the same mentality of working hard. Uh, you know, I had the same thing. Yeah. I do uh, my comic skit. I do uh, or one of the things is my ninth grade math teacher, Mr. Timek, was the one that, in, that you know, didn't get along and then I had him again in 10th grade and then I went away to junior and he's the one that told, said to the class that uh, I wouldn't make it. I'd be back in two weeks and so I sent him a rookie card said, thanks for the support, fuck you. <laughs> but don't so, kill the messenger, right? right? Right, don't kill the messenger and my sister because she was in the class at the time. That's how things work out. But it just, you know, it, it, it's the epitome. I look forward to uh, this journey that uh, whatever else. Now, I got a question on the Comic-Cons. Yeah. What's, what's your favorite part of the Comic-Cons? Because you've definitely done uh, a million. Well, you know, Dom, Dom, I can tell you, uh, the nights, man, hanging out at night. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the bar, drinking some beers, hanging out with your friends, decompressing. I mean, it is great. You know what's so cool is is that what, what's amazing about these comic book conventions is if you do a book, right, and these people come to you with the book that they paid money out of their own pocket, and they bought something you created, and they right. thank you for it. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. no, thank you. You, you changed my <laughs> life. I'd be painting bridges for a living, you know, or houses <laughs> if it were for people like you. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but if I painted bridges, I'd probably be retired now working for the state of New York or something with a real nice pension. <laughs> so maybe I should have painted bridges. <laughs> you know, I, I get it, bro, because I feel that way every time I sign that fight photo or, or whatever, yeah. or whatever it is, the appreciation and, you know, the fellowship, obviously... Uh, Doing different things. Do you have any Comic Cons? Uh, we got one here this Saturday. You got anything coming up? Uh, people can catch you. I, I, I'm so depressed that you know I got invited to go to to the to the, to the Novi show, and it's one of my favorite shows. And I go every year, but it's my nephew's um, communion, her first Holy Communion. You gotta do so it. So I can't miss that. that. No. You know what I mean? So, uh, but family yeah, first. I got we got family out in um, in Gross Point area. My cousins own the Rustics Bar. If you ever been there, the Rustics. It's and I just love coming out there and hanging out. You know. Well, yeah. when you're, uh, it's. A, I was gonna say when you're in town, uh, definitely got to come in and uh, come next in year the for sure. And and you let uh, Dom know and uh, put you on the schedule, <laughs> even if it's not on a night we shoot. We'll uh, make sure that uh, we'll make it a special because uh, well, we got this project going on, and I like uh, yeah. I like what we got so far. As uh, Dom had showed me the uh, uh, talking about the graphic novel and stuff like that, so I, I I'm honored and I'm yep. privileged, and uh, I'm gonna reach out to you uh, in the future. We're gonna talk hockey, and uh, then we're gonna talk uh, you know bit of the the comic book stuff, and uh, you can uh, help uh, weave the way through for uh, me and for Grind Time, buddy. Appreciate that, that, it. That's yeah. how I met yeah. Billy. And, yeah, we got to get that colored. I, I I did the you know just the, the line art for it. I yeah, get no, that, I, that, I right. My exactly. colorist buddy, and he'll color it up. What I said, to, and um, what I said and, to Dom. And I also, yeah. Sorry, sorry. What I said to Dom, and what I tell th these guys, and what we're doing is uh, what I've learned is you know building like the the foundation for everything so it's uh you know slow and steady wins the race we do it right we you know we do it the right way which is which is our way because it's everybody's you know got the right intentions and i really do appreciate not only just getting to know you a little bit uh, over the phone but uh you know what you put into this so 
means a lot. Well, to it's me, an man. honor. I got to tell you, it was an honor, <laughs> and like I said, I, I'm a huge fan of yours. They're Billy. Like all from the beginning, you know what I mean. The Wings, I think, probably my second favorite team in the Wings, you know. And <laughs> you're a big part of that. Like. Big reason for it. I appreciate it, bro. Because you, hey, you know yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, I realize it a lot. You like winners. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Billy, I can't yeah. wait to hear, hear hear the next time we talk to you how you feel about Tavares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, dude. I hope they do offer sheet Mitch Marner. I hope it gets into a little pissing yeah. contest because that's just karma. And you know, and you know, my opinion to to your point, it's the way that it went down. It's not. It's the way that yeah. you know because you're looking out for your future, whatever. No, you should. What he should have done is said, trade me, and then if he wanted to resign with them or whatever, because then he would load up yeah. the team or not, or don't, or go to a team that you're not gonna sign with. Yep. So mm-hmm. yeah, to and me, that's, to me, yeah, and that's what every yeah. Yeah, to me, it's the it's the. The, the intentions weren't pure. It was off, and that's what I have a problem with. Yep, and, and, and I agree with you. And that's what that all of us, and, and like the press, and you know, you watch NHL Network and stuff like that, and on the fly, and they're saying, oh, you know, get some class. The guy moved. No, it's what he, how he did it and what he did Absolutely. to the organization that, that embraced him and loved it, you know? Yeah, and I, if he got traded, you know, he, if he would have got traded, he would have been gone down as one of the most beloved hockey players, you know, in in franchise history. He would have if, if he said trade me. But then again, we could have got calls, so we could have got the shame for him, and we ended up getting nothing. And he ended up screwing this organization that raised him, you know. And and it's just like I said, it's the way he did it. And again, you know, we're not idiot fans. We're not Ranger fans. You know, half <laughs> the fans. You know, I mean, we're not, we're not, you know, I mean, we're. Suck it, Howard. Oh, that's you know, gonna be not, good. You know, as so, I know, uh, you know, that, it's just me rats. My wife's a Ranger fan, but she was so hot when I met her. I'm like, I Bro, priorities. That bell went off, and uh, you looked up, and it was done. I had, <laughs> I, I had the same uh, thing happen to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I know Billy is a fan because when I met him we, after a con, I think it was in Baltimore or something, and uh, uh, we had we had a beer, right, Billy? We had one. And uh, <laughs> that's and, the biggest slide. No <laughs> so I'm like, hey, I'm doing this uh, this comic on uh, Darren McCarty at the hockey. He's like, he goes, get the fuck out of here. You're not doing a book on Darren McCarty. And I'm like, yeah, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, he, he goes, all right, I'm doing the cover. I'm doing the fucking cover. And I'm like, all right, you're doing the cover. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. how it all went down. <laughs> so I know he is a fan. I mean, yeah, that's, I think that's exactly what I said. I'm like, get yeah. the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I think you act like I didn't know, you know, I'm like, get out of here. Yeah, it was all New York all the way. And uh, I, I appreciate you, Billy. Thank you for uh, doing the cover, man. It, so far, it looks awesome. No, and it's going to look beautiful. Like I said, we got a color that's look, it's going to look gorgeous. You know, I got these ideas of the red and white streaks, you know, uh, behind them and all. And, and uh, I think it's going to be beautiful. It's bro, really going to look great. Bro, I know you're going to give me the best cover, and I'm going to have some people jerking off to it. So <laughs> That's what you do. Yeah, you know Billy Tucci? Oh, Billy Tucci, yeah, the jerk-off cover. Oh, yeah. He got the best jerk-off artist. I like it, but hey. Oh, wait a minute. If you're going to get... right, jerk-off artist. Yeah, put that on your backdrop, Billy. Billy Tucci, jerk-off artist. Hey, you know what? If you're going to be good, you might as well be the best, right, Billy? I guess so. All right, brother. I I'm going right. to let you go until next time. Thank you, and uh, we will be in touch. 
And it was an honor, and thank you so much for having me. And anytime you want to come on and you want someone to bitch about the Metro, I'm your guy. <laughs> yeah, trust me, we'll take it up on that. Thank you. See and you, buddy. Yeah. Ah, yeah. That next conversation. <laughs> All Who's right, a good. bigger That's prick, right. Tavares or Marshan? That next time yeah, with yeah. Billy Tucci. <laughs> <laughs> right, thank everybody. you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I love it. Ah, he's a beauty, huh? The, 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 see, the real, the yeah. real, real, real is like you know, and you, with New Yorkers, and it's right, you know. Long, I, I gotta always get the digging. It's like Michigan, Michigan State, you know, yeah. like you're not as smart. Get it's the, the same thing as those guys again. <laughs> I liked Billy right away. I love like, the accent, <laughs> the real, the realness, it. and and then when you hear what he's talking about, as far as believing in himself and doing it that's what grind time's all about for it's for everybody yeah. just mm-hmm. uh somebody I, telling him i decided to put my name on it with darren mccarty just because you know when I, I can use the line no no because when i can use the line is if your name's on the t-shirt then you got the most say so that's me so, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> right that's the way it works out you're gonna give me a t-shirt hey before <laughs> now now so we covered the donny brook and we covered uh so was that was that the excerpt? That was the one. That was the one I wanted. Okay, to nice. Yeah, so far, <laughs> just on, on on stuff like that. But if you yeah. you know, like I'm looking through. I love the way it's broke down. I'm almost done with it, but then I gotta let Mama read it. So right. uh, she's gotta go through it. So is the cover a secret or is that uh, you have a? No, I got. It? I have the pencils for it. I'll show oh, you. Cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, you can. We'll let you see it, Boogie. Cool. Um. So uh. We were talking before about the Comic Cons and stuff, and and I want to give some people before you leave. So so if people don't know about them, it's uh, comics and entertainment and stuff. So who's yeah. gonna so like wrestlers and yeah yeah who have you met? Tell us who you've oh, met God. that you've not who but who's impressed you. Give us a couple guys and a couple stories, maybe a couple wrestlers or uh, oh, or yeah. or yeah. that I, you've met over. Yeah, so as far as wrestlers go, I I was talking to Bam Bam earlier. I was at All In in uh, Chicago. That's that All Elite Wrestling, the new thing that's going to be hopefully some competition for WWE. It was uh, at the – I forgot the name of the arena. but So this is like a competition. So is it like a – is it like, like a, a WCW? Yeah, they got huge funding. I mean, the guy, uh, the Khan family, they own the Jacksonville Jaguars. So they're going to take – Well, they do a great job with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So – I at that show got fat, fat cash, yeah. Like the bees, <laughs> they got the billions. So I was promoting the Michael Khan. What's that? Michael Khan? No, it's Shaka. Oh, <laughs> Shaka. <laughs> I met. Um, God, you are old because you knew that. <laughs> Wait, she's got. She's yeah, got, holy shit, you're old. You knew that. Ooh, Shadi Shahid, six point eight. That's it. Six point eight. That mustache can't be real. He stole that from Raleigh Fingers. <laughs> Leroy Neiman. Yeah, so I met um guy so I was promoting the Roddy Piper book that I'm doing that we're in production of right now. Uh Roddy Roddy Piper, the Kilted Avenger. He's a talk show host by day and uh um vigilante by night. <laughs> so and that's funded through Pro Wrestling Tees, which is a huge pro wrestling company that gives uh, all these great deals better than they do with WWE for t-shirt and merchandise and stuff. So uh, I'm at this show and we, I was a guest with the artist from the Piper book. So we're there in the green room. I'm meeting all these guys. I mean, I uh, I sat there and had more than one drink with Buff Bagwell. Remember him? And you're, the, you're it, Buff fam, 
Bamba. Oh, buff, buff, buff the stuff. Buff the stuff. He was, was he looking buff. He looks great. Did he, he have the? Did he have? Was he all manicured, goatee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he looks just <laughs> like he did. Man. Was he? Was he glistening, tanned? Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Looks like he just came out of a tanning. Did he bed. have the strut going? <laughs> well, we were sitting at the bar. We weren't show strutting. The folks, you got to show show the folks, Bob. <laughs> we weren't strutting his wife had to help us to the elevator i mean i was a mess he was a mess but um i met ddp diamond dallas page dude oh um, speaking of that i'd love to talk to him because that yoga yeah that he like he like whatever ddp yoga is yeah. supposed to be awesome for uh he's everything he's the most positive like he's always giving some like you talk to him and say hello it's like an inspirational speech <laughs> there he is yeah, yeah, buff the stuff, baby. Look at that. Oh, Booker. Booker. <laughs> oh, Mean Gene. Oh, resting Mean Gene. There's Buff. There's Buff. God, <laughs> is that a glistening tan? <laughs> oh, fucking Steiner. Yeah. The reclub. Like that is Big Papa Pump right yeah. there, baby. In his prime, yeah. Holy shit, that's that WCW. Yeah, it is. WCW, Nitro, Monday Night. <laughs> Anyway, so you, was, you got shit-faced with Bagwell. Yeah, yeah, that was great. And uh, Diva, or, uh, Bubba Ray Dudley from the Dudley Boys. Oh, yeah. He's huge. Really? Oh, my God. Who's who's somebody that you've met that is, like, big, that you wouldn't realize? Either they're bigger in real life or smaller or yeah. prettier or uglier. <laughs> the one guy that shocked me, this guy is a mountain. And I, for whatever reason on TV, he looks muscular, but he doesn't look huge, is Billy Gunn. Remember Billy Gunn? Oh, yeah. I love Billy Gunn. Oh, my God. Road dog, Billy Gunn. Little story. I was trying to take the picture of like the uh, the schedule so that we could put it on social media and everything. And somebody just puts their hand in front of my camera. I'm like, what, what, what the fuck? And I turned, and it's Billy Gunn. He goes, oh, geez, a little jumpy, huh? Oh, shit, Billy. Oh, hey, man, I'm just joking around. And he's like, he's like it's all right. And then later on, he talked to me. He's like, here, let me let me be in the Piper video. And he's an awesome guy. Yeah. I could have got See, throttled pretty bad. No, no, but that's what, <laughs> that's what I like to hear for the most yeah. part from, my, from all the guys that I've met. I mean, I'm my guy's stone cold. Yeah. You know? And oh, I yeah. mean, he's awesome. just the... Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you met him, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Met him, The Rock, the. Yeah. You know, I'm buddies with Jericho. Yeah. I'm on here. Jericho's going to be in Vegas in uh, a couple weeks when I'm there for uh, Double or Nothing. That's the first AEW pay per view. So that Jericho will be there. He's wrestling Kenny Omega. Now, so who did they get over? Did that, like, so the Jericho's over there? Like, Jericho went. So did they? Are they throwing, Darren? If there's anything that they you would throwing, appreciate, yeah, it's this whole entire AEW. It's one guy that believes in himself, yes. Cody Rhodes, mm-hmm. and he put his money up for is that. Uh, Dustin Rhodes, that's Goldust's um, brother, his Goldust brother, Dusty, Dusty Rhodes' son, Dusty yeah. Rhodes' son. Yeah. So the Runnels family. Yeah, yeah. And, no, I know. I'm yeah, friends he, with Goldust. Right, yeah, right. And he put his money up with this group called the Young Bucks. It's Nick Jackson and Matt Jackson. Tag team, yeah. and they funded this pay per view all on their own because one guy said on his podcast that there's no way they can sell out a 10,000 10, seat arena. Exactly. And guess what they did in 10 minutes? Uh, sold, sold, sold out. In yeah. out. Dude, but you would tell, like, it's see, everything I, I would, that you when, believe in. See, yeah. here's the thing, Bam Bam, the thing that, that I would say to you is the minute somebody said something like that, I would I would not know. And I say, is that, and you would go, they'll sell it out in 10 minutes. Yeah, maybe an hour. It, it, whatever. The indip- whatever. But like, it just made sense. The industry, 
So that got them to this uh, investor? Yep, and yeah. they got with this mm-hmm. con, and he put his money forward, and they held a press conference at the Jaguar Stadium, and Cody yeah. came out, there who can't go. use the last name Rhodes because WWE owns it, so, so he's Cody. Right. And the Young Bucks, and they got this Kenny Omega who is in Japan. He is the Hulk Hogan over there. He's the one. He's, he's he, the best in the world. Yeah, I mean he's pure, incredible. Like best w, yeah. yeah, WWE like, would have paid through the roof. He's Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart and everything combined. He does it all. Yeah. He puts Ariel, it on the line. Ariel, Mike. He, he's got say, the look. He's got the blonde he speak hair. English. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. He's, he's from Canada. He's yeah. Canadian. Yep. Yeah, he's oh, from. We got to get to know this guy. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, so and the Canadian connection is Jericho then. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Kenny. Kenny are they're from no, the that's same. That's what I mean. They're from Calgary probably, and they probably come out of the. Is it Calgary? Yeah. Hard system. Kinda... Yeah. Trust me. Okay. The hard dungeon. Uh, he's from Winnipeg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. But, uh, and so he's got the look. He, he's but that's everything. where Jericho's from. Yeah. Yep. And WWE. They're wrestling each other. Yep. In Vegas. And he would. They would have mm-hmm. paid through the butt. To get him, what, yeah. they, what do you think they're? What do you think that this they would have given him a Brock Lesnar deal? What, 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 is, what are they? Get, what are they getting from AEW? What's the incentive? Are they getting ownership? Yeah, um, Kenny is. Yeah, yeah, and you get the pay per view buys, and and it's starting low to begin high. So these independent wrestlers are your. Give me your. your give me. Are you excited? I'm I'm super pumped because oh, yeah. it's competition for the best in the world. So these guys are your AHL players. Okay. You know the, they they're your it. minor league guys. So it's like ECW they've traveled. Back. They've traveled like Dominic from yeah. city to city on their own dime, to Japan and back, like all to over wrestle the world. in front of fifty <laughs> fans, a hundred fans. It's like yeah. Abdul the Butcher. It's like it's Ring like of Honor. ECW yep. back in the day, wire matches. You, you would love this announcement, these dudes, so much. They just made this announcement. Well, that's you know what I, I'd like to say as grind time, and I'll try to get a hold of Jericho and stuff like that. But oh, any yeah, way that yeah. we can help. Promote uh, the AEW. If this, hey, if this is if this is the thing, because if it's like these guys that that want it, work for it, it's it's almost well, like the- it's almost like UFC in WWE. You know, like let's not get it twisted. It's scripted. It's whatever. Oh. But these guys are phenomenal athletes. Oh, and they put their body on the line. Oh and, god, and the, and the stuff that they, they can get, do. Yeah, and they just signed with TNT. They're going to be on That's, the table. Yeah. Remember and- WCW is on TNT. Yep, that's what AEW. Well, Turner TV got show. right back into it. Okay, yeah. but then, but but the whole thing too is that uh, WWE's gone to Fox, right? Yes, and so that's the thing. Smackdown, so Smackdown is yeah. on Tuesdays currently. It's going to go to Friday. They'll put their wrestling on Tuesday, so you already got your audience there. Yeah, you're getting customer base. Yeah, and yeah. so it's unbelievable. Everybody's rooting for them. <laughs> that much faith in themselves, and they're doing it from the independent scene. This is like AHL players starting their own yeah. league and going yeah, yeah. So against what, the NHL. So they got Jericho. Yeah. They got else? Kenny Omega. They Kenny got Omega. Cody. They got these young bucks. They're they're Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty times ten. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, you gotta see Kenny wrestle. I'm gonna go home and they're getting I'm this guy. Go home and Kenny versus Okada. See, yes, Okada and 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 the the he's rumor got a guy is, up in the. Uh, they're gonna get this guy. Called um, is going by John Moxie now. His name is Dean Ambrose in the WWE. Oh, dude, they got Ambrose? Not yet. Not yet. Oh. It's not official, but that is what the rumor is. And yeah. if they can get dude, him, dude, Ambrose is sick, dude. Because yeah. he, he, Ambrose is uh, sort of that loose cannon, like uh, Brian Pillman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, ex- yep. exactly. And it's and and like Dominic is saying. <laughs> They got a big thing coming, and the and these dudes grind, man. I yeah. mean, it is crazy well, that they uh, put up their the own WWE money. guys hey. want out of their contracts. They want to leave. 
Yeah. Right, because, well, well, Vince runs that thing as a dictatorship. Yeah. Well, I mean, he knows what he's doing. It's been hey, his hey, life. One of the best businessmen. It's his life. Right. Yeah. No, no, it has been, and, and dude, it's a product, but, you know, it's competition's good. And you know exactly. what, it could, here's the thing, too, is that he's might be uh, leaning more towards XFL and sort of allowing, because if you yeah. don't see pushback as much, yep. it's got to be something that you might see... There's got to be... Vince is too smart to One not to see the writing start. on the wall where he needs needs that... Uh, you only run your fastest when somebody's chasing you. you yeah. know, he hasn't had any competition. But here's the right. thing. Is that <laughs> I think, I think in, in, from what I've seen in Vince McMahon's history... Is that he's a he's like a Scotty Bowman if I'm not really into coach he's a few steps ahead so he's I a think, Mike Illich is what right he is. he's mm-hmm. he's had some conversations with Khan as far as getting that to be able to capitalize both because to see if this XFL takes off the ground and and yeah. oh yeah and I've heard interviews where where Vince tells these wrestlers I hope it happens I hope it gives us competition advises well, it them. makes you better yeah, yeah and does. hoping that you know and you know what it does it only gets That's more eyes on wrestling in general. True. Yeah. Very true. Which is yeah. which is what I grew up with. And you know what? I'm a new uh I'm gonna tie it up this episode on that um note. But uh, you know, further episodes I'll go into uh how important uh you know wrestling for me over like different spans because it's sort of like Billy's like he said about she. Billy Billy Tucci was just on talking about his comic book with sheep where that space has gone in between that's the best thing about wrestling is that you can it's like a soap opera so you can stay like i am right now i'm on the outsides want to hear from you guys to dive back in but yeah i've gone through the hulkster the tito santana the the british bulldog age into the stone cold the rock you know mm-hmm. there's times but i remember how influential it was in junior to the fact that when i played in junior, we had a skate in the morning that we were watching, and the wrestling used to be on till like, but they run over a minute, right? And it had to see the end match, and it was whatever that we were late to go on the ice. And our coach was Larry Mavity. He came That's in, he in ripped, there, he ripped the TV out of the friggin' stall and wouldn't let us have the TV anymore. And because back in the day, right, we had uh, the, our line was uh, Jake. Grimes, so he was Jake the Snake, and then me and Craig Fraser were Axe and Smash Demolition. So, and we had signs in the crowd and stuff. So That's that'll funny. be for another episode and stuff. So, bam, bam, good job today, Perry. You got anything to add? Yeah, I uh, just want to say thank you last night to our good friend Cindy oh, Berry yeah. and her husband Jeff and her friend Liz. I didn't, know, I didn't think she wanted to be associated with us yet. Uh, well, just saying, we had a nice time with them. Last no, we night. did. That's we what did. I was we just thinking. A lot of big, big yeah. plans on the. Uh, fiction aspect of uh other things going on obviously uh um yes thank you for dinner and uh great other other avenues there's another person you'll be hearing from more of uh uh friday sandusky anybody up there i know travis will see up there brother i'll may Try to make sure that no one steals your tickets. Yeah, sorry, uh, Trav. I can't. I, Travis messaged me. Uh, we're, we're hoping to meet, but yeah, you, you, um, we'll, you, we'll, Travis, he's just he's antisocial. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't appreciate your friendship. Like that. <laughs> Five yeah, steps yeah. behind Mac. Exactly, uh, Dom. What do you got this weekend? You'll be there all weekend. Where do where do people find you? If they yes. want to know about the Ravager and the mm-hmm. Slavenger and go see, go get, <laughs> go pick up a Burnaby Blazer jersey because they're yes. gonna win eventually. Motor City Comic Con this weekend, this Friday. Saturday and Sunday, we're going to be in Artist Alley. Uh, 
N13, like Nightcrawler 13. Check us out. We are going to have Burnaby Blazers jerseys for sale, signed by Darren McCarty, as well as Prince, signed by Darren McCarty. We're going to have Lynchburg Moonshiners jerseys, the Arcane Awakening, Brian O'Halloran's team, the Hell's Kitchen Heathens, as well as some Donnybrook stuff. Come check us out. N13, Motor City Comic Con, this Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Nicely done. Dude, that was like that. that I was ready that, to go. Hey, dude, that be, was there, like, be there, be there. That, that, that was, was like the motocross set. Yeah, that's like yeah. That had a little striker in it. You'll buy the whole seat, but you only need the edge. 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 <laughs> uh, anything to add, buddy? No, that's yeah, good. That was, man. A, that was a great show. Yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah and thank you to Mike guest Brian O'Halloran. Obviously, uh, check him out in the new movie, the new uh, Jay and Silent Bob revising the role of Dante. Um, you know, it'd be great to. Uh, it, it's awesome that other people from other genres that have the same interest and love of the hockey. Obviously, Billy Tucci, who's uh, now our uh, <laughs> at Metropolitan uh, Update uh, correspondent. And, and the thing <laughs> is, we're gonna have to talk to him and, and get him to open up a little bit on how he really feels. <laughs> <laughs> and Billy responded, uh, responded, "Thank you, Mac, Dominic, Mess Bucket, Rigi, or Regio." Yeah, you think I. You think you should get him? You yeah. got you got vowels. Come and, on, uh, and everyone, what an honor! No, uh, Billy, it was it was our honor to have you on. Thank you, Billy. All right, sure. um, all right, fellas, we got a lot of things brewing here with Grind Time. Check us out: uh, Instagram's Grind Time Podcast, GrindTimePodcast.com, Grind Time DMAC twenty five on Twitter, obviously. Grind Time Podcast or wherever you're watching right now, you know how to get it. I appreciate, love all you guys. And remember, life's tough, but every time you fall down, you got to make sure you get back up. That's it for this Wednesday, Grind Time. Out. Good show, guys. Oh, that was a blast.